This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Uh, hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. I need a beer, guys. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class Thank bow you. hunter. Working Ain't class that. bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the <laughs> podcast from Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. really really not that good it's definitely not it's terrible it's not that good hey hey all quiet on the set this is episode number 219 of the working class bow hunter podcast we are right here at 1600 buck slayer place all right now write this down if you are listening at home or if you're in the car pull over 1600 buck slayer place does that sound like a garage to you Definitely, like a definitely sound like a, a garage. 1600 Buckslayer Place. We're right here in the beautiful Buckatorium, lovely Sherrard, Illinois. All right, now it's starting to sound like we might be in a garage. <laughs> yeah, no shit. This is the working 600 class. 600 people. All 600 people. I am Steve, and the studio is Kurt. Hi, everyone. Eric. Good morning. Well, for you it is. Yeah. yeah. Porn Doug. stash, Doug. Porn stash. Howdy. And you can hear that little giggling in the background. <laughs> That's all we've heard so far. Better than your heavy breathing. <laughs> it's not my heavy breathing, by the way. Danielle Wilson, welcome to the studio. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Are you excited to be here? You know, I'm you, actually you excited. You drove here thinking we were in a, um, what do you call it, a fucking garage? <laughs> Allison, thought this was? Allison thought the same thing. You uh, guys just look like garage people. Hey, the broads from Wisconsin that shoot Matthews must think we're in a garage. <laughs> and she brought us cheese, so... 
And you brought us jerky, so we can't hate you. And beer. It's, hey, it's kind of cool having girls here, then. Not mad about it. It's pretty it. sweet. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah. Something better to look at. You know? I think <laughs> I'm not true. sure about that. I think <laughs> looking at Doug the whole Probably time. not. <laughs> I mean, you know, Clark Cummings is wonderful to look at. but And uh, Ross Bigger's a beautiful man. But you are a... Uh, you're much prettier. Looking, uh, and Steve makes it awkward. <laughs> yeah, there it is. All right. Uh, two minutes in, including the intro. <laughs> and we get weird. the intro. Is. God damn it. Getting uh, weird. Getting weird. I'm just, but, uh, I'm just kidding. I can take it. I mean, here's oh, the thing. Oh, you can now. If there's one hunting podcast that's going to get weird with the ladies, I want it to be us. God damn it. Oh, yeah. Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> not, like not, not like in that weird way where it's like, oh, man, this sounds like an engineer talking to a lady. Not that kind of weird. It kind of like, man. Yeah, we should probably uh, see if she tweets after this podcast. <laughs> see if she's still alive. <laughs> Throwing shots at me right there? What? No. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're an engineer, and you can't figure out how to plug a mic into a microphone, a cable into a cord. There's three prongs and three holes. Piece of shit. Yeah, okay. Right. He's just okay. not used are you, are to actually putting a, it in the hole. Yeah. Dang. You're going to draw up a plan to how you do it? Give me a second. <laughs> draw up a blueprint for that. Okay, <laughs> well, we'll get into this. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter podcast. Check out Working Class Or goodbye if this is your first time listening. Yeah. Or thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> We're 219 episodes in. Uh, a couple things real quick. The Working Class Bowhunter Shoot is June 9th, and we are – it's a private event that we keep to a certain amount of people because it's at our great friend Gene Miller's house. Um, shout out Gene Miller, great supporter of us. He's been just so supportive from day one. He actually hosts the shoot at his house. So we have limited space, and we have camping and stuff, and it is very limited on space now. This week, people have been sending in – uh, we have a shoot form. If you're interested in, in coming along, you need to get a hold of me quick, and I can't promise anything that – the link is a private link, and there's a password, and you get in, and you register to the shoot. Um, I can't promise anything that you that we're still going to have room because I talked to him today, and we're about you're full on camping completely. Like, we're going to have a village of bow hunters camping there already, so it's getting yeah. cut off. So if you're interested in that, Email us, workingclassbowhunter at gmail, or go to workingclassbowhunter.com, hit the contact form. Or Facebook or anything, get a hold of us. Yeah, get a hold of us one way or another if you're interested, and do it right away. And uh, so also check out workingclassbowhunter.com, the store. We have a few variations of hats that will be up in the, either tonight when this goes up or in the next day. By the weekend, it'll be up. Uh, we have OD Green and Black. Eric, you, you're the store guy. OD Green and Black, and then we have uh, Tan and Brown. Great and color. then pink and gray. I love the, the pink, ladies, actually. <laughs> Danielle, is the pink acceptable? You did a tradesies. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to lie. It's it's pretty sharp looking with that uh, contra- uh, contrasting gray. Are, so. are you guys are you guys passing notes back and forth? Are we in middle school? <laughs> if Doug had that mustache in middle school, I'd be very worried. <laughs> <laughs> he probably has had it since middle school. Dude, it's like that. Uh, it's Dude, like that a, mustache is good luck, man. No way. He couldn't grow facial hair like two years that's, ago. No, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it looks like it took him that long to <laughs> grow that mustache. <laughs> that mustache has a 170-inch nine-pointer. <laughs> Uh-huh. A Rio, two Rio turkeys under it. Go on. Man, what's up with your mic? And another Eastern turkey I got last weekend. My cousin did, at least. An e- uh, Eastern? Eastern. I got one last so weekend. The, My cousin pull did. Pull that mustache over, <laughs> <laughs> up over your mouth. It doesn't like, even make sense. Are you the, <laughs> this better? Yeah. Like my here? friend's mom got one. Does that count for me? I mean, what there? the fuck is that? Your friend's mom's got a mustache? No, I'm in a turkey. So no, his, okay. his right. cousin got one. I called like, in for him. I, I, I got one while well, my cousin did. So, yeah, it's the same thing. All right, so anyway, the hats. <laughs> Doug, your mic was working so good, and it's just not anymore. That mic Is needs to enough? go, man. That one gives us so much trouble. It's the only one we haven't updated. <laughs> Could tap yes. on it once. 
Okay. Not with your mustache with a finger. All right, we're good. Anyway, right, there he is. Go to the store, pick yourself up a new hat. Um, they're the Richardson hats. They'll be up there with what within the next couple of days. Yeah, within say. a couple of days, I'll have them up by. They should be up by Saturday for sure. So two Perfect. days will 100 percent be up. And while your credit card's out, might we suggest you go down to your local bow, bow shop? Bowl, bowl, bowl shop. Don't go bowl. Don't go to the bowling shop. <laughs> You're better than that. Go to your bow shop and make sure they carry elites. Check go shoot out. that ritual. Get an HHA while you're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, get some scent crusher gear while you're there. Yeah, you might just want to go to the bank first and get a loan because we know you stink. And then uh, hopefully your archery inserts stink. are going to be there. Uh, if you're interested in ethics archery inserts, code WCB I believe gets you a discount. And then we're going to need trail cams and stuff to go with those, you, yeah. or ground blinds, or trail cam accessories, mounts, <laughs> all that. WCBH10 <laughs> give you ten percent off all. Sniper Hunting Products, sniperhuntingproducts.com. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Check out Wee. Rattler Grips. You can order custom working class bow hunter grips for your bow there. Just let Rob know that you want them. Yeah. And you're going to want to chill that box of wine for your wife because she's going to be so pissed off at you when you come home. Chill it in a box of wine. Warm. A box. <laughs> I can I can actually verify that. Boxes Franzia. are the best. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Not, not that brand. you got to get like the Aldi like brand. No, you got to get like the Aldi brand $10 the cheap box shit. of wine. That's It'll get up. you messed up more times than you can count for. 10 bucks. I have no idea okay. why I thought you were classy. <laughs> I we, thought you were a classy, classy broad. I am a classy broad. We should have Boxed a wine, wine. night. <laughs> dude, we pod, should have a wine. Oh, my God. We should have podcast. a wine night. We'll be all gooned up. No, dude. Wine. I get trashed That's off wine. That's what I'm wine. saying. Dude, dude, I'll be like. It tastes like dog shit, but it gets you all gooned up. Dude, I'm, hey, I'm, a, I'm a white wine guy. I'll just yeah. say that right now. You ever had homemade wine from like a real <laughs> redneck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I had it from some uh, some dude who w- did time in the joint, dude. He's oh, like the best he, wine. He got like this like banana like extract stuff and made. It. Oh, it was great. That sounds disgusting. Oh, banana it was awesome. wine. It was like the driest stuff ever. That Pruno hey, or <laughs> hit me with a veteran <laughs> shout out. You want that veteran? Eric's got to go to work here in a minute. We're yeah, trying to get this yeah. intro done. Let's get this rolling, dude. Uh, hey, by the Are way, you pissing it. Shut up. All right, veteran shout out. Everyone on set, pay attention. Everybody, this. This pay is important. attention. All right, is everybody paying attention? Yeah, we're we're listening. Vet shout out this week is uh, is our good buddy. He's our good buddy now because he's a vet. John Mahan, I, I think I'm saying that right. Uh, he was in the army. Here's some. Uh, this is a this is a long one. Oh, <laughs> your good buddy Blake sent this in, and he actually stuck to the script. It's pronounced man. So John Mann served in Afghanistan, uh, 08 to 09. He was an 11 Bravo in the army, which is a, a straight leg infantry soldier. He was wounded on tour, and after some hard times, he says hunting is a big part of his life. He listened to the show, and in a return, he was uh, he was one of the reasons. Or, oh, I'm sorry. In return, was one of the reasons he has really started to invest uh, and learn about hunting. He contacted the guys from Prairie Storm because of the episode that the that we did uh, on the turkey hunt, and is now joining them this season because of the show. Uh, he's awesome. an amazing guy. He just wants to learn all about the hunting industry and how to hunt as many uh, different game throughout the country. Big fan of what uh, what we do. Very Sorry, cool. though. That's awesome. I was kind of wrote a little weird. But, yeah, John, uh, dude, thank you for your services, country, man. We appreciate you listening and getting in contact with the Prairie Storm guys. Those guys are going to take care of you. Um, if you ever want to do a hunt, uh, go ahead and check out Prairie Storm Outfitters, too. But those guys... Um, are awesome. John, thank you for your service to this country. We could not do this podcast in English without you. Yeah. Thank you, John. Thank you. Thanks for your support. Thank you. thank you. And thanks to all the boys at Prairie Storm Outfitting for their support, man. Doug and 
porn stash Doug's in here repping the shirt, man. I still I think about <laughs> awesome that turkey guys. hunt every day since we've been there, man. Every day. And then real quick, um, Eric's got to take off to work, so we got a moment. So I'm going to kind of give a shout out quick. We'll be, I, this week especially, we got a lot of messages. Um, a few listeners in particular that sent like out a pretty long, heartfelt message, um, basically like that they've got in the outdoors, like certain life situations. Um, <clears throat> I don't always forward the emails and messages we get because I run the working class bow hunter email, mm. but uh, people reached out like really in the outdoors. Some people recently found the outdoors like hunting, bow hunting, archery, and it's kind of like basically changed the way they do things. Mm-hmm. And I've been so busy this week with stuff going on that I gave a reply, but I don't felt like I gave the reply that some of these messages deserve. So I figured the best thing I could do is probably just shout out. I won't, I won't want to name names because the way the messages were said, whatever. But if you send a message to us, we try our best to reply as fast as we can. Um, sometimes some fall through the cracks. If we did and have not responded to you, it's because somehow we didn't see it. So if you listen to the show and you enjoy it and you have something you want to tell us, whatever, just send a message out. We appreciate the living fuck out of all you guys. Really, oh, we yeah. do. That's right. Um, so, yeah, definitely thanks to everyone who supports us. Um, you know who you are if you sent that message. Um, thank you so much for your support. And uh, the best of luck to you in your outdoor endeavors. The luck Absolutely. of the podcast is with you. Hey, and for the ladies, uh, too, we've already had two chicks in the studio. And We're starting we've got a ladies five pro star. staff. Yeah, we've got five-star <laughs> reviews, so don't be afraid to come in the studio because uh, we'll enjoy it. You should be afraid. <laughs> Terrified. Run for your life. I told you to shut up. <laughs> run, run for your life. Put that put that hot fire poker on her toe again. Maybe she'll shut up this time. <laughs> Eric, and uh, well, we had twelve minutes in, and I made it creepy for a second time. Good. It's, it's all right. My husband's been barking up this tree for nine years, trying to get me to shut up. So <laughs> hasn't worked yet. <laughs> Not yet. Well, That's Eric, what he sent us. He's like, here, go there though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I'll put up with your shit. Yeah, uh, Eric. Tell the people what you've been up to, man, because you've been splitting out. Like, what's going on? Let's just catch up on this quick before yeah, we cut so the meat and taters. I've been working third shift Tuesday through Friday nights, 10 hours, and it's just fucking awful. <laughs> Don't <laughs> say you really feel. It's terrible for podcasts, <laughs> I can tell you that. I can't drink while I'm here. Yeah. I'm miserable. That's tough. Ugh. But hey, man, you're committed to the game. You still show up I'm here the time you can. For about a half an hour every time, but it's all right. It works. Yep. We, we appreciate you. I'm just happy to see you. So everyone that's listening, Eric's whatever. like dipping off, cutting out early. He doesn't hate us. Eric's Eric's around forever. I love that. Yep, like you would working. think he hates us. He he drives all the way out of his way to be here for a half hour. Finally, like I hate, can't take it. Yeah, just to hate you guys every week. <laughs> that's like, I guess Captain Lou used to do that when they used to. Film, every time Steve uh, makes a wrestling him. reference, Steve. that's I just yep. did. Right I'm there. out. I'm out. Eric hey, jumps out the window. Awesome. Captain Lou <laughs> showed up drunk to house shows at Madison Square Garden would leave before the show. So yeah, same thing. More wrestling. That's what we're going to do. You can't deal with it. I'm out of here. I love you, Eric. Eric, have fun at work. We're mm-hmm. going to really turn up on this podcast, and I'm sorry that you couldn't be here for it. Well, thanks but for that. Thanks yes. for telling he probably me you're doesn't turn even... up and have fun while I'm at work. <laughs> he probably doesn't even work third you shift. Dick. He just wants to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I, just go, I just go home. Yeah. <laughs> Goes to sleep. Well, hey, you'll get to listen to this podcast at work tonight. I will. Passes the time. Or while he's uh, at home washing the dishes. <laughs> All right, guys. Long intro, but necessary. We will see you after this short little tiny break. We love you. Hey, guys, want to take a quick second and talk about the bows that I feel so passionate about. And I think everyone should get to their local elite dealer or go to EliteArchery.com. You can do financing through there. Build the bow of your dreams. Um, the new ritual is amazing. All the bows from Elite this year are awesome. Um, the shootability you need. 
mind-blowing. It'll give you the motivation to want to shoot your bow. Mm-hmm. And I just get so frustrated that I try to explain what all these bows have, and nobody believes me until they go and shoot it. You know what I mean, Steve? Yeah. Like, just... Just go shoot one, you know. Yeah, like I, just uh, go shoot your bow. I'm, I'm I mean, what you. the? I'm, I can't do this. All right, Jesus. Oh my God, yeah, Kurt's out of here. Hey, go to elitearchery.com, wow. please. We have to be alone in a room with this guy, please. Elitearchery.com. Elite bows, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Oh, wolf. All right, we're uh, back here from the break. We had to uh, go shotgun a couple beers so we could get right in the mood. Send um, Eric off to work. Eric had to go off to work. He shotgun like four beers where he went. No big deal. The guy's awesome. <laughs> I'm kidding. He didn't shotgun. Yeah, he'd be careful of that because people from his work might listen. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and everyone might think he might be a little sauce. But, no, dude, he had to uh, split off for work. But uh, he left us alone with Danielle Wilson. Danielle? <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> Wonderful. I'm just happy to be here. Oh, my God. You actually <laughs> drove a couple hours just like some other chicks we know. Well, one, <laughs> two, maybe. So let's just cut into, uh, first of all, Let's cut into how we got connected because for some reason you listen to our show and I don't get why. Yeah, but you how did. in the hell did that? How did you yeah, how find did you, us? Yeah, how did you find us and how'd that all go about? Okay, so um, I am friends with a bunch of the, uh, you know, the old Alpha Gamma Rho guys from SIU. Um, so it's, you know, the ag frat. And everything yeah. and uh, wait, wait, what the ag frat? So like with the the with ag like, frat. There's yeah. a fraternity. Yeah, yeah why would there not be? Yeah, what do they do? Do they wear plaid and then like how Steve, do they hate Steve's people? I Steve's from the inner city. This shit is blowing my mind. Wait, wait. So these dudes like every they, college has like yeah, ag area every college in the Midwest. Has yeah, it's welcome to the Midwest, bro. Yeah, I didn't go to college. Clearly, yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I'm sure good point. people let the educated lady talk. That's blowing my mind. Yep. So they have alpha gamma rho and alpha gamma cornrow <laughs> okay, right. I'm, I'm picking it up now okay cool yeah, Continue. so um i'm still friends with a bunch of them on facebook and i had listened before i'm i wasn't really big on podcasts and you guys really turned me on to podcasts in general mm-hmm. and uh my buddy chris he messaged me and he goes you know i was i was listening to them talk today and you know they were talking about the difference between like huntresses and like real female female hunters and he told me he said you know you should you know, write into them and just be like, hey, you know, if you guys, I'm not going to call myself like a legitimate, it's not like I've got, you know, 30,000 followers or anything. Yeah, but I mean, you don't if, need to, though, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like if you legitimately want to talk to someone who, I mean, like literally revolves their entire life around this, you know, that I should get in touch with you guys. So, wait, so we have people with college educations you listening? Too. Probably like Damn. Dude, it's like the dinner wow. for schmucks. <laughs> the guy's just like, he goes, dude, I can't wait to just hear how stupid these people are so I feel better about myself. No, it's it's Alpha Gamma Rho. It's all ad guys. These are people that Our are people. your people. Man, you that's, know? that's awesome. Shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out to those guys. Uh, for, me, uh, me and yeah. Doug's people since we have higher education. Yeah, I'm about to say, hey, invite me to your party. I'll be the drunk idiot. I mean, I'm the drunk idiot no matter where I go, but it could be at your Dear party. Dear God, don't bring well, and then there. like And then the sister sororities, all the, the dental hygienists, that's, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So it was nice. Those were some fun parties. Zing. Yeah. yeah, they probably got some good-looking teeth. Oh. In the mouth. Hey, I like your smile. You must be in the dental program. By the way, I plant soybeans with a college education. I'm telling you, I got some stories. Well, that's all right. So post podcast. Where is it? So where is SIU? Uh, down in Carbondale. And that's where you, is that where, where you grew I originally, up? No, that's where I went to college originally, and then I transferred to Edwardsville. Okay, so let's, so, let, so let's, this is all Illinois for everyone that's not in Illinois. Yeah, listening. sorry. <laughs> all right, so so let's give get a little background. Um, where did you grow up? How did and then kind of bring us to how you got there, 
And then that'll kind of fill in a little bit of the blanks about how you're here right now. Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, I grew up outside of Chicago and um, I was in a, I guess you could call it a suburb. It was like I had a cornfield in my backyard, but like if you drove 15 minutes one way, you were like bumper to bumper, really hoity-toity people. I mean, like half million dollar houses, you know, ain't shit there. And, uh, you know, grew up there and I've always... Loved the outdoors and, you know, for a while my mom was a single mom before she met my stepdad and, you know, when you're young and you're like looking back on it, all the shit that my mom and my sister and I did, we'd go camping, you know, because she's a single mom. She can't, you know, so we'd go out, we'd go camping, she'd take us fishing, stuff like that and it's just, that's just something that we've always done. It's cheap and wholesome and good for kids. Absolutely. And I mean like... Again, like when your mom's a single mom, she's working, you know, two, three jobs. Yeah. The few precious hours that you get with her are spent outdoors. Mm-hmm. And right. you know, it's it's nice, you know, I mean, I guess we really didn't grow up in the time where like TVs were babysitters or anything. But it was nice because we always got to spend time with her doing stuff like yeah. that. It's so. kind of a nice scare tactic, too. My parents always took us <laughs> camping, too. And like my mom would take us out on trails. That's and why she goes, Steve's scared of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> she would take us oh, out on. Uh, now. Well, we would go out and camping Steve trails. Steve was bre- and- breastfed till he was like 12. <laughs> Uh, it was 11, oh, so shut up. <laughs> it wasn't just my mom. No, no. <laughs> there. no but uh, yeah, so, you know, yeah, you can take... He needs some milk. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, you can take him out on trails and be like, listen, I'll bury you right here, you know what I mean? But, you know, I guess kind of growing up in, the, in those suburbs, you know, you start to get a little bit, yeah, like you said, you're bumper to bumper, but then you're like 15 minutes away. That's kind of how the Quad Cities is. Yeah. If you want to be bumper to bumper, go across the I-74 bridge. Right. But drive 15 minutes, and basically here you are. Right. In a town of 600, and well, including you, about 638. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's just, I don't know. My mom and I always did stuff outdoors, um, and then my dad moved out to Colorado, mm-hmm. and I would go see him once a year, and I'd go there for, you know, a month at a time. And that was just like all the Western adventures, you know, you were rock climbing and hiking and stuff like that. So, you know, he would, he'd take me out and, you know, he was a police officer, um, still is much to his, uh, disdain (laughs) and, um, and you know, he would take me out and that's just, again, on, on a police officer's salary in in rural Colorado, that's just, that's what you could afford to do with your kid, you know? Not to mention you're in the best place to do it, Colorado, to do anything outdoors. I mean, so we'd go out, you know, to national park and we'd look and I mean, even just stuff like, you know, letting your kid find tracks and, and showing them, you know, I remember one time we came across a, a dead deer and I was, uh, I was actually, you know, young enough where it was quote unquote sad. And I said, you know, the coyote is so mean. Why would it do that? And, you know, he's like, okay, we'll come back in a few days and, and we'll see how nature put it to use. Right. You know, it did, it doesn't die for nothing. It's a lesson something. right there. It's a right. learning lesson for Absolutely. Kid, especially. Yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. So that was, you know, so both my parents were into it, but I never hunted. Neither of them hunted. My, my mom grew up on a farm, so I'm sure she, like, did sometimes intermittently growing up, but she never right. really, like... You know, yeah, you know, putting farm cats on a burlap sack and throwing them in a bathtub. No, yeah, easy. I'm no, kidding. what? I'm what? Kidding. Hold on. In a bathtub? What? <laughs> what? Huh? Yeah, so... You are from the city, aren't you? Oh. So we need to take care of Steve. <laughs> He's mad again. Uh-oh. 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 He needs some milk. There we go. <laughs> Steve well, just needs some milk. Some Mommy's mother, here. Mommy's here for you. Mother's <laughs> milk. Yeah, no, here, let me get, let me get or, Hey, I know, I know what could help Steve. There we go. Oh. All right. He's quiet for a bit. Dude, have we hit a new low? I mean, I know we've used sound he bites. He needs some milk. What were you saying? 
Come again? Yeah. Is this? Uh, hey, Nathan. Yeah, this is what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys, the uh, hey, best hunting podcast. One more time. One more time. What do you oh, need? Uh, you want to hear it? He yeah, needs yeah. some milk. <laughs> I can go louder with it if you'd like. I know you can. <laughs> so, awesome. uh, just do you want to you want to talk again? Huh, yeah, I, I kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Danielle, back to you. <laughs> no. Anyway, so I went <laughs> went down to college at Southern Illinois she and needs uh, some milk. <laughs> okay. I went down to college at um, Southern Illinois, and uh, I joined the Bass Fishing Club, and uh, again met a lot of the That's Alpha Gamma. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was something fun to do. It was something I, you know, love to do. Grew up loving yeah. to do Wh- it. Why'd you and, pick uh, Southern Illinois? Just kind of curious. Uh, automotive tech. They oh, had okay. they yeah. had one of the best uh, automotive tech majors in the country. So you wanted to be a grease monkey. I did, and at? my mom absolutely. Is that what the uh, don't grease? even start with this whole because like the mechanic thing and the huntress <laughs> thing. Oh, trust at? me. Yeah. yeah, trust me. I no, I just I wanted to be a mechanic. <laughs> the thing, and, but that's awesome though, because that's a different. You don't hear that often from a lady. But yeah. the thing is, is like that's that's where the money is now as a trade. Yeah. Well, absolutely. You know? But my mom, my mom has that notion still that. Like, I wanted to go to trade school. My mom was straight up. She was absolutely not. Absolutely not. You're going to go to college. She definitely has that. Again, single mom, you know, at the age of 19, she wasn't able to get that education. So she had nothing to fall back on. So it was one of those things where she she really pushed me to go to college. So she was like, okay, do automotive tech. If that's really what you love to do, maybe you can get into the engineering part of it or or whatever. (laughs) And, you know, so she really pushed me to go to college. And so I went down there and, you know... And I mean, that was a whole new world because I was surrounded by people like me. All of a sudden, I wasn't being made fun of for driving my $1,500 truck. They called me Ram Charger on, on campus because of my truck. Nice. I swear to God, it was because of my that's truck. Awesome. And no, nothing dirty, Steve. Get your head out of the gutter. Hey, I always thought you were a, you were a two-door banger. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. you're making your mom real fucking proud now being on this podcast, by the way. You really come along. Do I need to... Why? I, I threw in like two things. I added to the conversation, and you're bringing it down. If this button was faster, I would have fired off more rounds. <laughs> would you have? <laughs> hey, good thing it's only semi-auto. Those uh, liberal listeners would be mad if it was fully auto. Yeah, or... or Thank you. Worse yet is full semi-auto. Fully that's, semi-auto. That's where it's Fully scary. semi-automatic 12-gauge hey, rifle. 30 hey. caliber clip. <laughs> it's the most dangerous clip is the third, the ghost gun. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's a Do you guys own a ghost gun? No. Oh, you don't have any uh, guns that don't have any serial numbers? Uh, nice wink. <laughs> what? Unnamed uh, ghost. So going down to school there and being like around the right crowd, mm-hmm. our crowd. Mm-hmm. Well, what was that experience? Yeah, our listeners' yeah. crowd. Yeah, all, all of a sudden so, you're like, hey, you're like me. Our people. So, well, yeah. So, okay. So, like, where, where again, where I grew up, it was like there was cornfield right, befi- right behind my house. I mean, yeah. it was a little town at the time. Now it's crazy. So, like, you know, Wasco, Illinois is so tiny, but we had to go to school out in St. Charles, and St. Charles is where a oh, lot of the money is. I know, tons, I know where you're at now. Okay. Tons of money. And uh, so you went there, and again, it was like you'd find your people. You know, you'd right. have like a, a little click, so to speak. And, you know, I. I yeah. You know, but you, I mean, it's, you're, you're brutalized in high school when they find out that you're the chick that works on cars and has the camo hat and stuff, you know, so it's, it, when you're in a hoity-toity school. So again, go down to Southern, uh, first thing I wanted to do, they, they keep pushing, you know, get involved, get involved. So I joined Bass Fishing Club, met all the Alpha Gamma Row guys, again, like totally my people. And uh, they started talking about bow fishing. So I actually originally went on Craigslist. I didn't know anything. Didn't know my draw length. Didn't know what I could pull. But nothing. Right, and that's I just how saw that. Start, I, you know? Right, and I just saw a compound bow, and I was like, 
it was a browning micromitis, and I'm pretty yeah. sure that my draw length was about two two inches too short. <laughs> yeah, I have a and, micromitis uh, in the garage right now. Nice. Yeah, I mean it's perfect for bowfish. Yeah, I have a bowfishing reel on it. Yeah, oh, I, th- I thought you went on Craigslist like personally. I'm like, hey, <laughs> chick looking to bowfish. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've never been before. Somebody, somebody give me a free bow. <laughs> so, so you as a you were just like, hey. Um, my people, I mean, obviously, I guess if, if you got put in a new situation, you're like, yeah, dude, totally. These guys are speaking my language. So yeah. you, you latched on and you'd never mm-hmm. bow fish before. And then never. you wanted to. Yep. So I bought a bow. I, I didn't know what, I mean, what the hell I was doing. I, you know, knocked my arrow above the D loop and kept wondering why my arrows like were going nowhere near where I was <laughs> aiming, you know, but if you I don't sat know, there. you don't know. So, right. I mean, but I had, I had no one really to teach me at the time, except for like the guys would come over and they'd be, okay, you know, this is where you got to knock it and stuff. I had a good buddy, Tim, he was in one of my uh, criminal justice classes and he, he showed me like as much as he knew. And this, this kid was so smart. And, uh, you know, I just I, I just tried to absorb everything, you know, and, and soon right. it went from wanting to bow fish to wanting to bow hunt. Yeah. And I would tag along with people. And I was like the first time I ever sat in a, in a stand, I was done, done. I remember I went up and I sat in that seat and it was like something primal just clicked. Yeah. And I was like, that's that that's it. I want to do this every day that I possibly can for the rest of my life. You know, yeah, so awesome. Not to take away from the moment, but you took a criminal justice class when you work when you're an automotive tech. Who's fine? Cars reworking. Thanks that? for being I'm, on this bowling podcast. I'm Steve. telling you right so now. We do, the, we're just going to mute Steve's mic there for a moment. No. <laughs> so you, you went hunting into it. You're just yeah. all in. Yep. Absolutely. So I just, I would tag along with people at first. I'd, I'd go and I'd sit in the stand with them and I mean, they'd be hunting and, Again, I I've got no idea what I'm doing. It, I remember my first sit. I was just so scared to move. I literally just like sat there, and I was just like terrified. I was gonna blow this guy's hunt because I was gonna like move and scare a deer. So no, I just I I sat up there a few times. And the first time I ever had an opportunity to shoot a deer uh, was when I was 19, and I went to stand up, and I was considerably smaller back then. So I had my belly button ring in, <laughs> and it got caught on the pants, and oh, it geez. tore out, and oh, I'm sitting there. Whoa. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was disgusting. It was disgusting, because I only Super had, gross. I had this, Ugh. like, small window of time that I could stand up when he was behind a tree, and he came out, and it un- unfortunately would have still, to this day, been, like, one of the biggest deer I would have ever bagged. I mean, he was, he was huge, and I didn't even have an appreciation for it at the time. Oh. I just knew it was a mainframe 10, and, right. and he was, and it was a Union County deer, and he was walking towards me and like i said i went to stand up and i tried to do it kind of fast because he was behind a branch and it literally tore the belly button ring out and i'm sitting there and we're like two miles into his family's property that we had walked and i i just i started i mean just wailing and he told me he didn't see a deer on that property for like two weeks (laughs) after that and so like so i get to the er it was really funny he's like get to the er and we get there and i'm I'm, well and i'm i'm bawling i'm like openly weeping and the ladies oh it's okay it's not so bad it's not so bad i said no lady you should have seen this book the book (laughs) that i just fucked up i'm like a little bit crying for the belly button but i'm more crying for the 100 percent for the deer i I didn't even (laughs) care so you went through all that pain and you're still like I'm, I'm still sold. It doesn't matter oh, yeah. what well, what yeah, the that, hell I feel. You it's know, like it's, that's not going to happen again. That's like a random thing. Yeah, that did you, you get a new belly button there. ring? I know. I know. <laughs> they probably put it higher for you. <laughs> no. Um, no. But no, the thing was is that that really started like kind of my frustration. And keep in mind, this is 10 years ago, that nobody made clothes for females. Yeah, that's true. They just made smaller versions of men's stuff and then put some pink on it. And it was like a female. So like the pants right. were so high cut that it was just like totally impractical yeah. and, and like they didn't make any performance gear especially for what so it's yeah. really kind of like what started like my 
my frustration. I didn't want anything special. I just wanted the same shit that men had, but yeah. cut for women. Yeah, I get that. You know, so no, sure. so it, it still after that, it still took me two seasons to bag my first deer, um, and that that's was the thing is like if you would have got that buck, it wouldn't have been the same. No, because I mean, at least now I got the story and the it, scar. To but, <laughs> but you kind of have like we talk about. That, you, you have to have you have to suffer a little bit. Absolutely, and you, you know? literally suffer. Absolutely, yeah, like sure. I, you know, I got hunted for three years, never shot a deer. I shot a buck at like ten yards, like hit him low or something. Yeah, cried. I was like youngster, um, just never got a shot. Second day of bow hunting, got my first deer. Like it, I had so I had three years of this sucks. Right, but I got I was so obsessed with hunting too. Like. My dad, one, turned me on to it the right way, and then Monster Bucks. Like, I was the biggest fan of, like, Monster yeah. Bucks in the day. Yeah. And that's, like, what kept me going the way that I am. You need that shitty. Right. Dra- but the thing is, it's You like, have to earn it. You, uh, that you would not have been it. fair. Yeah. That would absolutely not have been fair. For sure. If one year into hunting, I would have nailed it. Again, looking back on it, I mean, it was probably, like, a 160s class buck. I mean, yeah, this, was, this thing was insane. And, and especially again, I I had no appreciation at the time. Yeah, you know. Right. So like, I, I I you need a build up. Oh, absolutely. Know? And yeah. I still to this day haven't gotten one bigger than that one, and and that's okay. It'll be ten thousand times sweeter when I do. Right. So. Yeah. So for I, sure. I want to want to backtrack a little bit just to get in your mind. So after you go hunting, you know that first time. You know, you said you sat in the the stand. I mean, did you went bow fishing too a couple times, right? No, that- actually, once I picked up the bow and I started shooting, I, I didn't want to put a reel on it. I was like, no, this is everyone talked about bow hunting, and I was like, no, I I don't want to. I don't want to be shooting fish. I want to. I want to go fucking. I want to go shoot a deer. Right. Nice. Yeah. Which is cool. No, it was like right away. Have you gone bow fishing ever? Yeah, I've gone twice, and I, I'm such a klutzy idiot with it. I'm, I am so like I loved the last podcast you guys did with Caitlin. Uh, with Caitlin. Yeah. I, I was like, I was like so like just listening to everything. I tried to like absorb everything yeah. she had, you know. But I no, I'm I'm awful at it. I'm awful. It's, it's totally different. It's a you thing, but like, like it's completely fine to be awful because you just whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm Real too, back I'm, I'm fish too, out there, I'm right? too fat to be in a bikini, y'all. <laughs> you don't have to be in a bikini. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, well, put the bikini on and then we'll talk. Yeah. We, well, I, let's get weird, guys. Yeah, let's get weird. I already have like four Go things for it, out Steve. for you. Go ahead and put them on. <laughs> no, but uh, no. He so needs some milk. Indubitably. <laughs> <laughs> so now you got this. You had this passion, and you obviously you got the, your, your first hunt. Uh, what was? What do you? What do you think was the thing that sunk you in? Do you think it was that you all, that you knew you had this passion that you like that primal thing, or was it that like you know you started feeling really comfortable around people who are just like you? What, do you think? Do you think everything happens for a reason? That's why you decided that you wanted to be there. Or am I getting too deep with it? You're no, just like honest- ah shit. It was nice to sit in a quiet place and kill shit. And no, honestly, I think. I, I mean. I really think that you have a point because I have evolved so much and this really does like kind of go into that whole like Huntress, you know, conversation and stuff. But I I really did evolve in the last 10, now almost 11 years of doing this. And you start off because you're with your buddies and you're talking it and you're like, I want to, I want to do this. You know, I want to have cool stories like that, you know? And then you go and you sit there and you're like, this is the shit. This is amazing. I love this. Right. And then it's something that you love to do and you're hanging out with your buddies. And then you do that. And again, this is going to start getting into the whole female hunter slash huntress topic. Uh Let's dig in. Oh, let's hear it. Cause yeah, let me, because uh, because I'll I'll totally, I'll totally own up to it. It is, it is absolutely nice 
in the beginning to get that male attention. Absolutely. When you're 18 years old and you're For at sure. a brand new college and the guys are like, oh, shut up, you hunt and stuff like that. Absolutely. When And still to this day, you know, I did like the Miss Huntress competition when I was like 19 or something. And it was like every, so there was like, a, there was the winner of the state and stuff. And I won Illinois. And, uh, you mm. know, and to get that just, I guess, magnitude of male attention, of course it was when you're young of course that was something that you know kind of like made it even cooler because you got to hang out with the guys and they were guys that you you know you enjoyed hanging out with and you know half of them were asking you out on dates it don't even matter if you're high you can be you can be a fucking three (laughs) all right and and half of them word word (laughs) them them half of that asking out threes those are my kind of people right there (laughs) three but i like you hey hey, you do what what i do i like what you do you know what i mean so like it's it's just it's you know what i mean it's like they're like oh hey you like the same shit i do you know what i mean so it absolutely it starts off as i like hanging out with these people these are my people i want some cool fucking stories you go sit in the stand it was awesome it was amazing and i loved it and that love has never dwindled in fact it has only grown but of course you have to every female has to own up to the fact that there is a part of them that at least starts it or starts shooting or starts something because the male attention you know guys can't say that you guys can't say that but i'm telling you right now that of course absolutely well, that we, was we started this bow hunting podcast for the female attention <laughs> yeah that's exactly why but you know what i mean so like yeah, of not course enough, in the, in not the, enough attention's going hey, around and, that, and, and maybe not to make it like a like a sexual thing here well, the, um but like you know for um who we had allison on she was saying that you know her she has a sister and the only thing like her dad hunted and he had two daughters mm-hmm. and it was like this is the only thing that he could do to um get close to her dad Absolutely. you know and, and so that's i, I you know and, it's also and, like she kind of was brought up the way too like you know it's yeah you're, absolutely but you weren't really brought up that way mm-hmm. i mean you were kind of experiencing the outdoors nope. but uh, you know I, I i wonder you know i'm always curious of why we are drawn to that way i mean obviously it is our primal instinct what? to hunt and kill of course oh drawn to what women that hunt no, no, no! Drawn to to hunting, like why why men are and why? Well, why, it yeah, it's one the meat is the first thing, you know. But then you but get yeah. I, could, I don't need to break it down. We all know, but but, but then you it get, is what I really appreciate is like you kind of like admitted like yeah yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to like, be like totally honest. It's yeah. So just how you I know. guess let's segue that because we ask every chick that's on our podcast and i i kind of i'll be honest i fucking hate asking it now but like i know you do it's it's like that weird thing <laughs> you have right? to ask it it's that weird thing like <laughs> i don't want to be that other fucking dude that's like so what about women in the hunting right. industry because that's what we're turning into like okay another chick on what's about the women because right. we've ripped on the fucking wild game nation fucking right. dog shit it's all mm-hmm. bullshit we mm-hmm. all know that but like i like allison we talked about it like that shit kind of sucks like Women don't need to be portrayed that way. In the hunt- like, you're just hunters. You're hunters with us. You're not a huntress. Right. You're a hunter. Right. You know. And like- I, but I, I really do think that it has a lot to do with the kind of evolution of hunters. I think all hunters evolve. You know. Yeah, I for mean, sure. There's there's like a big curve to it. In a absolutely. Weird way. Absolutely. So like you know you you start off and it starts off as one thing and then you grow and you learn and you you get better at it or whatever. But I think that. Um, I don't. I don't like being called a huntress. It annoys me. I am not. The I'm, word's I'm, tough. 
Right, because I, I just don't like... I see it, like, derogatory. I think Allison said that, it too. It does, yeah. It puts a right. feminine... It puts, like, a lower... It's like, oh, it's you're separation. this, but you're like this. It's a separation. Right. You know, it's and like, not... And I'm not, I'm not this. I'm... I'm a hunter. Yeah, like, for sure. I'm a bow hunter, like you guys, you know. I mean, it kind of, you know, it's. This is working class bow hunter. We don't change the name to working class bow huntress for your yeah. episode. Right. Would you right. like that? But, no. but don't we assume. Could do our, that, though, if you'd like. No. Yeah, don't assume our gender, though. <laughs> I mean, you know, Fuck it's a gender. It's dude. a whole thing, you know, like, if, if anybody supports that, it's. Eh, I'm, not, I'm not even going to go but there. Here's, yeah, here's, here's the here. thing is that what, here's what you do have to kind of look at it as. So, for as long as human beings have been around, Men enjoy looking at female. Men yeah, are visual. Men are visual creatures. It's what okay? we do, right? Okay, so it's like what we do. Is what we, we do enjoy do. looking at <laughs> you. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know Steve's about that. Steve's hitting buddy. on you now. Look at Steve. Oh, like, wait, your husband isn't going to listen, is he? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, she, she's in this. She's in another room, by the way. <laughs> Steve's three and a half beers in. Now he's getting weird. <laughs> I am uh, working on a spotted cow from Allison that we mentioned her. We miss you. <laughs> Just Jesus. Whoa! Jeez, <laughs> thirty-eight minutes in, creepy for the third time, dude. I'm rating. I'm like, and that's just that's times. just during like podcast yeah, airtime. Oh, yeah, not, not here. But, but yeah. So anyway, so I, you have to keep in mind that like, okay, so when I was working on cars, you know, again going through college, doing that, that's what yeah. I started off at. Um, there was pinup girls. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And. Nobody looks at a pinup girl and actually thinks that she knows how to work on a car. Yeah, bless her heart, though. Yeah. Uh, mm. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying is that, like, <laughs> essentially just think of, of them. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, a lot of those girls work really freaking hard to look that good. And, I mean, like, there's a lot of work. There's a lot of work. And you know what? If you want, if you go to the gym five times a week and, you know, watch what you're eating and, and you, you know what, girl, get out Thank there in you. your bikini and go, bo- you know what I mean? Like, I... It doesn't inconvenience me. I think it cheapens it for, unfortunately, those of us who like look like you look average, but like your passion's there. I think it kind of cheapens it a little bit for us. It makes it a lot harder for us. You know, I don't even want, honestly, to take pro staff positions at this point. Because I think that people will just chalk it up to me being a girl. Like, I don't. Word, word. I I get that. I don't. I don't like when people come to me and say, hey. You know, can you be pro staff for my turkey call? Well, I don't know. Let me try your fucking turkey call. I mean, you don't, Word, you yeah. don't just, you don't, <laughs> you don't just walk up to men and be like, "Hey, do you want to be pro staff?" Without knowing their skills or that person knowing your product. Exactly. So I'm not going to slap my name on a product that is subpar just because I'm a female and it was offered to me. I, sure. I want to work for it like everyone else had to. Right, for but sure. you you got to think, and I, I I'm going to play devil's advocate here of course. because I'm the biggest piece you're, of shit on this dick, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're a dick. I'm a dick, but sex sells. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever watched uh, Mad Men, I think it is. I, I haven't watched it, but I understand the premise. Move on with it, um, bro. But like, <laughs> you know, do these here, and, and, and I'll put this in perspective. All right, because we need the hunting industry to make as much money as it can Absolutely. for us to thrive. That's yep. just the way it goes. And this, this is uh, buy again, that this, trophy this, tape, right? Dude, this I pains brought, me to say. I it. almost brought you some. Oh my god! <laughs> I would have been so upset. I almost did, uh, dude. I'm I'm a booner. If you know what I mean. Are you on their pro staff? No. <laughs> hey, he needs some milk, dude. Don't put it around my belly. It'll give me like eight inches. So, do those women not bring a lot more attention? Like, Absolutely. 
to that product. Yep. So it makes sense as a company to do it. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. And, I, and again, I hate to. I'm playing devil's advocate. Ah, so you're don't right. don't come I was about after to me. Attack your ass. Don't come <laughs> after me. I'm playing devil's advocate. Does it not bring attention to those products? And that doesn't exactly say that the products suck because oftentimes word, they word. don't. The thing is. People are going to start ragging the product. They're going to be like, oh, well, they're using all these chicks. They did that. I'll, let me bring you, give you a history We're lesson. The game. I'm, I'll give you a history lesson. What do you think about Glock firearms? I don't know they used a chicks great, to advertise, but. But they they were a great fucking gun. Are they not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. So Glock really got famous because they, uh, at the gun shows, they used What's this chick lesson? called the Glock Girl. And you, you can read about it. And it heart. used to bring a ton of people in. Everybody thought, oh, these polymer pistols, yeah, they'll get through gun security, calling them the terrorist weapons. Turns out they're probably one of the best handguns that's ever been made. They had a, a, a chick there who didn't know shit about guns. I'm sure she knows now. And she drew so many people there, and that's what grew, and now Glock's got a great product. So I'm throwing it out there. Sorry to be the piece of shit. Just want to put it out there. But I don't disagree with you. I think that there is value in putting a pretty girl on the front of your on the front of your product. Here, oh. I got to get a beer. Hey, I'll also, Danielle, do you my, want to my womanly I instincts I are taking over. Do you want to say what you said earlier? <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> you don't. I, I can. I don't think it's that offensive. Yeah, say it. Hey, say can it. I, can I get one? Can I have one also, please? Uh, of course. Look at Daniel getting his beers. Are you sure you're not a bartender? You're opening them right away. <laughs> say, say it. because I, I don't agree with this necessarily. Danielle said it. <laughs> I was gonna, I'll play know. devil's advocate. I do. <laughs> how many you. men does it take to open a beer? I don't know how many. None. It should be open when she hands it to you. <laughs> Damn. Wait, there's a problem with that. What if you're only dudes drinking? Well, then. You don't get to open any of them. Probably. You shotgun them. <laughs> you got to call the Uber. Are you a chick? Yeah. Hey, we got like nine beers. Can you open them and hand it to Then you got some problems. <laughs> with this, the OE. But, but no, like. Thank you. <laughs> to what we were saying, like, with, of course, you want as many people drawn into hunting as humanly possible. Uh, truly, you really do. Like For sure. A lot of the times I feel like personally, I hate seeing people who don't live and breathe this getting into it. Like when you show up with your shotgun from Chicago and you're down in Pike County and yeehaw and your freaking truck costs more than most of these people make in a year. Yeah. It's very it, – it's – of course, that will piss you off, but that is still money that they spent on their yeah, sick clothes. Out there. That is still mm-hmm. money that they spent for sure. coming down. There's still money that they spent in our local. You know what I mean? So, like, the pennies will drop off. That's the thing. Is like, would you rather have a million pennies or you know two hundred quarters? You know what I mean? And, and hold on, hold on. Don't do the math, Steve. Don't hurt yourself. Um, <laughs> is that the same amount? But the, <laughs> no, like, I don't. I don't know. But you know, is what that I'm the sa- same amount? I don't know. Somebody tell me if that's the same amount. I'll send you out stickers. I am running low on stickers, but, Kurt. But the thing is, like, what you just said is, like, because I'm so passionate about it that I'll fight somebody right. over hunt, a bow right. hunting. I really will. So right. you can ask yeah. Steve. Like, someone tells me, like, if we're anywhere, it could, we could be Oh, in- dude. Shit gets hilarious when we talk bow hunting at bars. <laughs> no, no. But the thing is, it's... it's it's not that like if we're at a Coles and someone's like, "Man, bow hunting's the worst." And what the hell like, are we it, doing at Coles? I'm just giving an example. Like, <laughs> I could get wild and out at Coles if did someone hated some bow hunting. Holy shit! The guy with Kohl's? hand tattoos threw down at Coles because somebody yeah. said they shot a 150 inch deer when it was clearly 120. No, 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 no. that's not the thing. I, I, I like, did you I'm, beat someone up at Coles? I would. Oh, okay. Hey, but like, hey, I hear what you're saying. Like, I'm so passionate about it. Hashtag street justice. Like, it kind of sucks to see someone not passionate about it. 
blast a set 170 inch deer with a shotgun they don't Absolutely. give a fuck about that it they Shit. were put on like that's it, and i'm i'm 100 with but you. i respect the money they spent on it like what you're saying like it's kind of and the thing is, is that me, give but. it a couple years and it and they'll drop off they'll fade off yeah right it, the once the likes stop coming which they never will because steve just sits there and trolls on them right <laughs> <laughs> god let me say this i said this before ata and i had high hopes for ata this year and i don't oh, know oh dude yeah that was kind you, of a do you remember like i recall i was like I felt for some reason I was so bummed. You can go back in podcast history and listen to like the sl- we've recorded so many since, but the slump I was sort of in like mentally. Yeah, maybe it wasn't obvious, but if you listen to like maybe say twelve episodes, you could kind of feel the mm-hmm. slump when I came. Like the hunting industry is like, dude, I'm so bummed out. Like it, we're in this position. And I'm like everyone's like a fucking sellout, which you know everybody. Our ads are we're passionate about. We know the people that we work with. Yeah. You might think that we're sellouts. That's fucking fine. I'm cool with it. But there's certain companies where it's so obvious, and like the right. female situation in the hunting industry is like obviously yep. like hey, kind of disgusting. But you know what, Kurt? Well, let me make my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the build up to the ATA, I was kind of like, man, I'm fucking bummed. This is what it's going to be like, boys. When we get the ATA. It's going to be one big fucking social right. media shit show. We get there, and I felt after ATA, I felt so good because I my perspective was f- give it five years. All that shit will drop off, and it'll just be the people that we're always in for it and right. always will be in right. for it, which more people the better. I get that. But in the industry, mm-hmm. you know, it's a different type of breed of people. You should be so oh, deep into it that you're right. so passionate about it. You would fight somebody at Coles if they hated on you about Trust hunting. me, yeah. because it's frustrating for me as, again, just like average-looking female, stay-at-home mom. I'm, I'm just I'm a normal person, and it is very frustrating to me that a – good looking girl picks up a bow and will absolutely get 50 job offers yeah. uh, pro staff positions whatever Abs- absolutely and it and it is it is absolutely frustrating but that it is it is what it is this thing is i can't waste my energy like being upset about it because eventually yeah. again the cream is going to rise and the rest yeah. of them will fall off and and nobody will give a shit about yeah. you in two years in yeah, the meantime sure. i'm sitting there like reading you know stuff by stan potts and Doing bill winking you know and stuff and like actually mm-hmm. learning and yeah. i don't I, and the one thing that i've always said is that i don't want to be good for a female i want to be good you know right. i don't i don't and, and it's it's in, insulting sometimes what i guess i feel like that mindset that you just said is the best thing yeah and that was perfect doing what like being good for good a girl job. is what kills like yeah. women in the industry. Hundred percent. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Well, here's the, that's it, like that might be the most solid quote ever, <laughs> in my opinion, for women in the hunting industry. Like you just want to be good. It doesn't matter right. if you're a female or not. Right. You can go up the same tree that I can find in the woods and kill a 200 incher tomorrow. And well, in season. I wish. But, <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. Like right. we have the same brain capacity we have the same abilities we can go out the same chunk of property right and you know experience plays a role but you could have the same experience i can because i'm a guy doesn't mean that you don't have the same experience right we could go up climb up the same tree and kill a monster right it's it's anybody's game here's it's what you know doesn't matter if you're male or female or you know experience or steve all boils down to (laughs) steve is just he needs some milk he needs some milk dude i gotta i gotta tell you guys this though this is not just so danielle the thing is is no 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 you need to hear this because you need to hear this this is this is real shit it is not just in the hunting industry where insta famous is happening uh specifically the golf industry it's happening too but here's here's what's going on there and i believe this is what's probably going to cure that um in the golf industry, it's like, oh, cool, you got a chick that works out, and then she, like, half her workout pictures 
or like half her half her Instagram is her working out and then a couple of her swinging clubs. I think I've said this before, but there's going to be a point in time where numbers don't lie. So if you see them not getting in tournaments, it's like okay, so they just play recreationally. You know, you on the other hand, you're out there grinding. You know, is this Take chick? It. Is this chick just shooting, shooting like a goose, or are you going out there on public land, which we'll get into in a minute, and putting down some good deer? But that's and, and that really is again. You get back to that, like the whole evolution of a hunter. That Job is seat. absolutely mm-hmm. like when you start off in the huntress phase, if you will. I killed one buck. I killed one deer. That's it. I didn't give a shit about managing. It was the first thing that walked in front of me. It was a, a yeah. little seven pointer. And you know, with everyone's first year, everyone's just jacked. Dead. You know what I My mean? My first you're, buck here on the wall. Happy. Seven yeah. pointer. Yeah, you're just happy to to get it and to have that opportunity, and you're getting that under your belt. But then, like, I'm winning Miss Huntress Illinois because I shot one deer. I didn't know shit. I had a Browning Micromitis that was too small, and I, I mean, like, poundage was like uh, barely legal. And I mean, like these big <laughs> old whatever, legal. like <laughs> <laughs> check it out. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I, I got these arrows from Walmart that were like big, clunky aluminum, like <laughs> big, whatever. Clunky aluminum. dot com. <laughs> check it out. And, and you didn't know spine. Website. You didn't know Nothing. length. You Nothing. probably just put Nothing. field tips in them and went. I, well, I, at least I got some broadheads. But. Hey, hey, oh yeah, <laughs> well, that's what I meant. I'll, I'll tell you what, Danielle. <laughs> nice. Danielle field tips. <laughs> in my heart, corrected. Like you it. are Miss Illinois. Thank you. I'm glad. But here's the thing, though. Like, you know, you said, like, you know, I'm just a hunter. Like, I'm nobody. I don't have this huge following. This is a type of females that we want to interview. Like, mm-hmm. this is – I don't give a fuck, like, about a chick that's famous. Yes, we, you know, we love Melissa Bachman. We've emailed – that's, like, our epitome in, like, the female oh, yeah. hunter. Like, oh, yeah. Just uh, – just, I don't know if anyone's ever called Melissa like, just a like, straight bad bitch. Like, she is a bad bitch. Straight up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. She, that's, she's yep. on her own. Like, she, I think she just now got, like, a solid boyfriend that's, like, she's in the public eye with on mm-hmm. her show. Like, really? Ugh, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm sucks. wrong, but – I've always we need to find this information out. A chick that's been on Let it, us know. you know, right. get on it. Doug. She's the girl I go to. Like, if she's the what? gauge of female. Her and Brenda Valentine. Her yeah. and Brenda Valentine are literally like the two females uh, by which I try to gauge m- myself off of. You know, I, For in sure. that, not that I'm like trying to like mimic them or anything, but like, I mean, if you, you have idols, talk, you can have idols. You know, well, like, I do, but they're all male. No, I like her too, especially because I worked for Cabela's. I met her. She's Who? very nice. Who? Ralph Vicky. and Vicky. Sian Cerullo. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's but, awesome. I, mean, I love for, Vicky to death. For sure, for sure. But I, most of my idols have, have been, you know, like, so my idols, if you were to ask me now, yeah. uh, the Dunker family down in Pike County, they're like Pike County royalty. All right. Those are the people, you know, Alex, I went to college with them. That kid has taught me. I mean, this kid grew up in Pike County, and, and I, I just, I listen to him talk. He's an engineer, too. And uh, I listen to nice. him talk, Point of that and it just I just sit there and I, I absorb everything that he has to say. And then he learned from his dad, Rick, and his, I guess, Uncle Kevin. And, uh, you know, I, I sit there and I just I just listen to them. And they pay homage to, like, Stan Potts and Bill Winkie and Tim Wells and stuff like that. And so that's who I like to listen to. I don't like to sit there and be like, oh, she's female. She must. Yeah, exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, Can I ask this? I mean, is it is it wrong? I mean, obviously... You want your idols to be someone who can relate to you. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you guys, you know, if, you, if you're a hardworking guy, you know, you want uh, you want a blue collar guy to represent you. You right. know, that's why mob right. movies are great because they're just blue collar guys. Yeah, just got a break. <laughs> yeah. You know, you beat Billy Bats to death. Hey, he had it coming. But like, you know, <laughs> do you think? Fuck? Do you think? Um, 
and, and, and maybe I'll, I'll pose this. I, and I'm not. If you're a fan of the outdoors, and if this is a way to get you in, and you get in, and you find out you like it, that's cool. Like that's why you know we trash huntresses, but at least they're getting in the outdoors. If they're mm-hmm. paying their dues, maybe they can get on that straight and narrow. I mean, do you think it's uh, is it too? Uh, I don't know if I'm using this word right. Is it too polarizing to be like a female and a, and it's just like these are the female hunters hunt hunters that I look up to. Or, you know, should it be maybe they should look up to who's really top of the top? Like and, and that goes for everywhere. I mean, yeah. Right. Obviously if you're if you're a fan of basketball but you're a chick, I mean, you shouldn't have to look up whoever's playing on the Monarchs. I think it's a WNBA team. I mean, you know, I, I don't <laughs> think it's a bad thing to look up to LeBron because he's good. right now right. the top of the top. I mean he's I, good for basketball. He's good for basketball. And and you were you were naming men, which Kind of surprised me. I'm. I hate to admit it, but I thought as as a chick you, that you would pick chicks that would right. inspire you, so, and, right. and that's and and that's my fault because I'm not trying to be which is close I mean, minded. But that's fine. Can it's, I do something quick that's what though? People do. Uh, listeners really like this. I just thought of it, so I'm throwing it in. If you had to pick three people for Team Whitetail on your team, who would you pick? Shout out Whitetail Experience. They really enjoyed that uh, question last time I asked it. <laughs> uh, definitely Stan Potts. Stan Potts. I love that he's self-taught. Give, give me a minute. Give me a second, folks. Give me a second, folks. Stan Potts is your your boy, huh, Doug? Yeah, we Where talked to him on the phone one time. It was awesome. Is I, he with Philip Vanderpool? Yeah, PV. with Philip. Shout out PV and Rhonda Vanderpool. I love Rhonda. Okay, yeah, wait. Can awesome. I include average people? Yeah, fuck oh, Okay, yeah, okay then fuck everyone and I would do... Rick, oh, fuck you, Stampots! <laughs> is no, what she just said. No, <laughs> no, 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 not I, yeah. you. Know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, we, like seriously, I, I would, I would pick the Dunkers. I'd pick Alex, Rick, and Kevin on Team Danielle Whitetail. Yeah, that would, that would be like my squad. Squad, <laughs> squad. I've got a young sister. Girl. She keeps me hip. Um, <laughs> Wait, how old is she? <laughs> Way too young for you. Um, <laughs> She's seventeen. <laughs> yeah, she is actually. What really? <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> She's still in Did, high school. Good lord, you, man, you're, get out of here. Your mom was yeah, busy. Steve, <laughs> yeah, Steve, I know. I know. <laughs> hey, I know. Speaking of it, is she into the outdoors? No. Not at she's all. Gone, no, she's gone and she sat with me before. She's done a sit and she loved it. But she's just she's so immersed in uh, in softball. That it, um, you know, that that's her whole life. She's, I mean, schools are looking at her and every, you know what I mean. So I mean, yeah. that's, that's that's her thing. Ah, so that's why she's understandable. Not me. Yeah. So I mean, okay. She wa- I mean, she wants to go when she gets. She loves fishing, you know. But you no, know, I know not nearly as much. I have an older sister too. We couldn't be more polar opposite. It, she she has a big singing event tonight, and you know, she's super girly and all that other stuff. A but, big I mean, singing event. Yeah, yeah. She's singing somewhere. She's singing. You, you have a rock star sister. No, no, no. Okay, let's, let's not go. All right, all right, let's hear it. A karaoke okay. star sister. And I know she won't listen to this podcast, so it's okay. Awesome. <laughs> I, actually knew, I, knew somebody, I knew somebody who was on the karaoke scene, and there's like top dogs on the karaoke okay, scene. That's, okay, that's my sister. And they call it karaoke. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you go there, like, they are so quick to correct you. It's oh, yeah, karaoke. they're like, listen. They're right. yeah. <laughs> listen Which, here. I mean, dude, you know what? But that's, a, but that's a good thing. I mean, you know, talking about because it, they probably look at you, you're like, fucking weird you're killing deer and you're passionate about it as long as you're passionate about something and you go after it the right way i always think that's a good thing that's kind of why i asked that's kind of why i asked i I didn't know i I know you you mentioned before he had a younger sister i didn't know he had an older sister Mm -hmm. um we're all over and so you're the only one that gets Mm -hmm. out in the woods uh 
Can you transition to then how you met your husband yeah. and does he share the same passion? Is that kind of how you guys met? Absolutely. So, um, <laughs> it's kind of a funny story. So I, um, got drunk at a party. It was my first summer being 21 and the Blackhawks, you know, we're going for the Stanley Cup. And now everybody knows how old you are. I, I, that's okay. I'm 29. I don't. I don't hide that. Um, anyway, yeah, but you so should hide that you're a fan of the Blackhawks. I didn't. Hold up. Hold Clark, up. Hold up. Hold up. Canadian. I did, not, I did not say I was a fan of the Blackhawks. What's your hockey team? I, well, honestly, I really don't care about hockey. I like watching it, but I really don't care. Worst answer. I know. Sorry. Bitch. I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, <laughs> I don't watch sports. If I was so. a three before, I'm a one now. <laughs> But no, so anyway, so the the <laughs> anyway, you negative, got you got so. notched down to a seventeen. So don't worry, you lost three, but you're down to a seventeen. <laughs> well, now on a scale of one to ten. Now. All right, so anyway, back to your so, husband. So um, Stanley Cup, they you know they were going for. It. I got really drunk at a party, and some guy was telling me about how the brakes went out on his Ford Taurus. So I drunkenly, so I hey, drunkenly, I, I drunkenly agree to the next day changes breaks. Okay, so I just walked back he, in from a pee break, and I don't know where this is going. But oh I'm, yeah, how, I, how I, I, I asked about her underage just, sister. Hey, just let it happen; it's going. I, I asked okay. about her underage changing sister. Breaks on a drunk and she said no. She has an older sister who does karaoke. So I asked about her husband. Yeah, so, trying to figure okay, out changing things. breaks now. We're back. Yeah, so I went to uh, change the guy's breaks, and it went from like just being a simple, just typical. This is so stereotypical of every break job I've like ever done. Is you start off with like doing just like the discs and the pads, uh, oh, yeah. and then the next thing you know, there's you know leaking coming out at the bleeder screw and all this other stuff. So like I'm sitting there and I'm trying to and, and eventually I I need to uh, you know towards the end of it I'm like fuck he's out of brake fluid. So I run over to my neighbor's house uh, the Spears and I grew up with these kids my whole life and we've always run with the same crowds. I have no idea how my husband and I had never met before. Um, but I go over to the Spears house. I'm like, you guys have any unopened dot three? Cause I, all of mine was open and they're like, yeah, of course. So I run over there real quick to get brake fluid and, and lo and behold, the single most beautiful human being I have ever laid eyes on in my life <laughs> was sitting in that garage chugging i actually i think he was going through like a cherry bomb phase it's like so embarrassing to admit i was gonna say chugging a beer but i'm pretty sure that was during his cherry bomb phase i don't know why oh you were gonna say God. he was chugging an ice house oh, oh yeah dude he's gonna, he's gonna give you some shit for that dude, he was, oh, oh, dude, sure. he was blending sure. up a bloody mary i knew he was pretty bad but it's not like blended bloody mary bad you know i am Damn. so i am so glad that you didn't uh end up only our real listeners know what we're talking about yeah. right now <laughs> shout out to you guys Exactly. I'm so glad you didn't end up uh, marrying the dude who drove a Ford Taurus. Like, don't ever marry yeah, a man that drives a Ford. What the hell? Is wrong? <laughs> I thought that's where you're going with it. I'm like, Ew. no, no, no. no. So, hunt. anyway, so so he's so he's out met. there. So he's out there slamming some fight house. That, or he's drinking Steel Reserve that he picked up. You know, gravity. Uh, Whatever beer. Yeah. Shout out Aaron Atkins for the Bloody Mary video, by the way. <laughs> I, I love that guy. Hey, he's got a baby coming in two weeks. Congratulations. Congrats, he's Aww, a week congrats. from now. So he's awesome. That's him. I love it. Every time he sends me a message, I'm like, hell yeah, Aaron, send him. Because it's always something fucking hilarious. Oh, dude, it's great. He sends it to me, and I'm like, send that to Curdy because I already did. Oh, yeah. He's on top The first nine months of a baby's life are the absolute easiest. <laughs> they don't, And I never realized it until I had a second kid. Yeah, because you can still okay. drink during so that what, time, oh right? Oh, my God. And plus, what can you I'm guys do? The, no, the mama's got the boobies. So, like, what are y'all going to do? Yeah. I mean, it, I couldn't. This is my cue. <laughs> he got he needs milk. some milk. <laughs> right. So, I mean, like, it, um, uh, yeah, it's, you know, kids are cool. Okay, you know so let's use that as a segue. <laughs> yeah, let's because, uh, so, yeah, and that's, that's how I, because I asked if he was into honey. So, so, so she's talking about how she met him. He's drinking cherry bombs. Yep. He's drinking cherry bombs. Yep. And, uh, no, so he's, he's 
massively into hunting too. It's same sort of thing. You know, he never really grew up doing it. It's not an area where it's really well, he big. Was, he was up uh, suburbs too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, his best friend lived, I mean, I could hit a golf ball to his house. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not a very good golfer. So, so. does he listen to the <laughs> podcast at all? Uh, the the guys who no, house your it was? husband. I don't want no. my ass kicked. Is what no. we're saying. Your okay, is, he'll listen to this one. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, by the way, I'm, my name is Steve. I'm the guy with the mustache. <laughs> Damn. Damn it. And I'm the a, guy I'm with a, the hand tattoos. In case you see two of us, <laughs> I'm the fat guy that talks about wrestling all the time. Hey, nice to meet you. Look at me. I don't shoot deer at all, boy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he he was really into it as well, and it was like actually the first time we ever talked. We were sitting there giving each other shit about it and like he grew up on a 40 acre farm and literally on one side it is literally a suburbanite neighborhood literally literally it's and then there's a golf course where people pay big money to golf there and then it's like and then it's the farm and everything west of that is farmland so it's like he hunted that farm and again it's totally self-taught total i mean you know nobody really mentored him into it um so he did that, and we talked, and we were giving each other shit, and um, I wound up going on his farm, uh, uh, I want to say four months later, and getting my first buck. So he was That's there awesome. for my first buck, but I did not pick up hunting for him. I had already been into it for like three were years. Were you guys like so. dating, or what was it? Cause yeah, it, we were dating. Yeah. We just okay, so, so you went over in. there, and you're like giving him shit, and he's like, mm-hmm. hey, by the way, toots, I'd like to date you. I like how did that <laughs> Uh, yeah, it took us like two weeks of hanging out and I looked at him and, I, and we were at a bar and we had just gone off-roading. We'd just taken his Jeep off-roading and I just looked at him and I said, what What do you want? I, I mean, I'm pretty blunt, obviously. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, you, like, just, just give me a direct, I don't, I don't play games. Like we're either going to like have or like a serious relationship we're on or we're off i'm not right right, right. like i'm not i'm not here to like put around right i'm you know so just what do you want do you you know you guys you want to date exclusively or you want to what do you want to so he said yes out of fear probably (laughs) (laughs) please don't hurt me and and actually i think that's actually a perfect transition into when people ask me um how they can get their girlfriend or wife hunting because the very first question, question just rough your boyfriend up a little bit no rough no no because here's the thing is that i think that people think that they want their girlfriend or wife hunting more than they actually want their wife or girlfriend yeah. hunting. for sure because for sure very first and foremost my question is do you just want more time in the state like do you just want this to be like more permissible you know word, and you're and, and or do you like legitimately actually want to be out in the woods <laughs> hunting <laughs> i know you want to be out in the woods with her but um right. do you actually want to be I, I out there that, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a good point though like that's a that good is. topic because my wife has a bow a nice elite spirit which great shooting bow by the way um by elite and uh Check out a there I think you want to share that passion because, like, you know how you feel. You're like, I want you to feel this good because. Well, yeah, you always have, my point I was trying to make is, uh, I'm sorry. like, I got Sam into it. Like, she's gone with me. I had her in a blind. Like, she was drawn back on a deer. Like, she got that adrenaline rush. Yeah. Um, but you know, she's not she's not into it to where she's going to sit through freezing cold weather and snow and suffer right. for it. You know, like. She'll go early season. She's enthusiastic. Yeah. She's enthusiastically supportive because that's what I tell people all the time. I said, yeah. I don't think you want your wife or girlfriend. And if you do, that's awesome. Like my husband yeah. and I revolve our if entire life. If Sam wanted life. to, I'd be like, let's do it. Right. But if yeah. not, that's cool. But the thing, yeah, like yeah when saying, you like, brought yeah. that up, because you got to talk about. Sam's letting me full mount another Rio turkey. I'm going to have two full mount uh, turkeys. I have, If you uh, you see my living room. Yeah. Like, Sam is 
ride or die with that. Like, right. Throw another one in the living room. Like right. that's fucking awesome. Nobody else has that. And that's and that is what I oftentimes tell men that they actually want is sure, a yeah. woman who enthusiastically supports you. You know what I mean? Like, right. don't sit there, and I know I'm going to piss off women with this, but it's okay because I'm a woman. I can take it. Spit um, the game. Spit it. You ain't going to spit it like that in any other hunting podcast. Like, women who sit there and nag their husbands about it or their boyfriends, oh, when am I going to see you? When am I going to see you? Girl, like, there's there's never an off-season, first of all. Like, all right. oh, once hunting season is over, right. no, oh, shit. no, you there is never. You hear all those triggered women? Yeah, I can hear it now. Uh-huh. I can hear the tears. That's all right. It sustains me. Let them me. cry. Let them cry. <laughs> Let's hear it. I feed off But it. no, so, Spit I mean, I think, so, but I think sometimes a lot of my male friends get frustrated because, like, okay, they're, they're woman's on them and riding their ass about it, and, you know, I... I want, you know, I don't want you to go hunting, you know, stay home at me. Why don't you ever spend time with me? And I always ask them from the female perspective, what do you do about the things that she's passionate about? And I think that's really a good way to yeah, like if she's if she's always watching, you know, like uh, those shows about home renovate home renovation or something. Right. Are you going with her to those shows? You know, they do them like in the springtime where it's like arts and crafts and shit. And are you sitting there and like acting towards her passions the way that you want her to act towards yours, you know? Shit. So, like, you can't sit there and say Coming that you... Coming down on us. Damn it, we just got thrown under the fucking <laughs> no, no, bus. No, no. She's and right, though. But, That's but, true. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I don't think that men want women to hunt as much as they think they want them to hunt. I think right. they want that enthusiastic support. They want to come home and be like... And, and have the woman be like, baby, what'd you see? You know what I mean? Because right, I'm right. here to tell you, when you when you are dating someone who is equally as passionate about it, or you are married to someone or something, I'm telling you right now, my husband gets two weeks vacation. That means he gets a week in the stand because we are 50-50 in the stand. Sure. And, and if he tags out before me, then guess who's sitting in the stand? Mama's deuces, y'all. Mama's out. Yeah, you you're know? right. I mean, and it's it's very hard to, to understand, too. That, I mean, double the cost. Uh, I mean, it's it's... And if you're okay with that, then you have to start asking yourself, again, you have to really be in tune with your relationship because, again, I'm going to trigger people with this. There needs to be in a relationship, there needs to be masculine and feminine. I don't care what people say. There are there are two genders. and two there are million, maybe. <laughs> it's live but, in every species, though, but, too. Uh, right. But you see that. And if you don't believe in that as a hunter, like, what are you – are you watching the same things as me? Because bucks are predictable the way that men are predictable. All right. I was just out turkey hunting the other day with my friend and, you know, we put out the Jake decoy approaching the hen and stuff. And I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm asking him a million questions. And he's like, well, I don't want to put out a Tom because if you put one that's too big, you're going to scare off everything but the big guy. And, you know, I want right. I want you to just, you know, get a, a Tom, this you know, is, and it's it's a lot like male behavior. It's you know sure. what I mean? So well, the perfect way um, not to cut you off, but um, our buddy Clint Casper, he does the the camel collar yeah. blog. Yeah, he did a big thing on the show. This this uh, his quote, I guess, if you will went a long way with some of our hardcore listeners guys or guys and gals who listen regular eye pumping the rut you got to find those bucks that are out looking and ready to eye pump you know yeah. and, right you know it's it's like you, like you just said basically it's male behavior is how you pattern absolutely. here absolutely Th- think like a, a horny dude and that can smell shit from a long ways away yeah if you if, if you don't believe us here check this out take your guys if you have got a new lady in your life or you know you're kind of you know, you've been seeing some lady for a while. We're trying Listen, to make points. Check this shit out. If you think you want your lady to get into hunting, do this. Take your favorite show that you love on Netflix that you've never seen before, or that she's never seen before. 
I was going to say, how is it your favorite if you don't Watch it. Like, if, if, if she's never seen it before, watch it with her. And if she really, really enjoys it and starts quoting it with you, if you love it together, go hunting. If you notice that she starts loving it a little more and starts like liking that. shit like on that. memes I don't and, like that and stuff and you hate it, <laughs> go to hell. Do it. Here, watch. Like, I can just mute Steve's mic. See what I did? Yeah. See what I did? <laughs> see, Steve's gone. It's just playing, so, so, just playing devil's no, advocate. My husband good. and I could not be more opposite on TV. Like, I can't watch hunting shows. Like, sorry. I like, I, I, Interesting. I really, I really can't. Honest, I find them so I get it. predictable. I'm, I'm kind of in your boat a little bit, you know. I and I want to, I want to like it, and I have Carbon TV, and I love like. What's the, something you would change then? Like, what would get you to watch? I it? just, I don't know. There's like, there's nothing different anymore. Like, the most different show yeah. out there is like Stephen Ronella's Meat Eater. You know, it's it's right. so different because it just shows it like as I guess a a journey. And I I do like there are some things you know again like Bill Winky and stuff. There are there are some. That I right. enjoy watching, but like I can only watch so much before it just starts like running together and stop showing someone in a tree stand, and then five seconds later, like this monster box, like a one seventies walking yeah. out. It does not. Well, okay, it, it, in does, false light. it does actually kind of. We're hit just you. out here. <laughs> We're just being and real. Like, no drone you know shot. Drone shot. Right. We're just you being to, real. Slow mo. Slow mo. Just bird on a branch. On carbon. You know, for <laughs> right. for different. Uh, yeah. I, I, Sunrise. We're Sunrise. just being real. I keep harping on it, but you We're need just to watch. out here. We're ready, little guys. I'm real as fuck. We're so speaking real. of real from the realist real. You need to watch Suburban Bowhunter. Yeah, that's, I, that's I love just, it. Yeah. Is that not yeah. different? That's mm-hmm. different. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, for sure. Yeah, I agree I th- with you. I, I think, you know, I watched some of it. I shouldn't say, like, I can't stand it. I couldn't stand it more three years ago with Carbon TV. I think we have really come far mm-hmm. because I feel like those shows are substantially beer. more realistic. I feel bad you, that Danielle's getting me a beer. <laughs> I, hey, hey, Daniel, we didn't empower women. By the way, toots, let me get us. <laughs> let me get one it. of them barley pops. We didn't mean no. We don't mean it that way. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. Anyway, if if you get back to the original thing though, like with dating, you can have I get a to beer? Be, of, well, of Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> what a dick bag. Hey, she's making a good point, dude. I'm, I'm saving the male species. All right, we're tired um, of being emasculated by women like you. Thank you, toots. No <laughs> Hey, you're, you're, you're a top bird. You know that. Top I don't know about that. I, I'm just I'm just a stay at home mom, dude. <laughs> but no, so even better. Back to the back to like the whole dating thing. Okay, you have to be so absolutely secure in your relationship in terms of the masculinity and femininity because it can really screw with it. Like you had asked Allison, like, would you ever date a guy that doesn't hunt? You know what I mean? Because right. then you so wear the pants that that so is against. I'm not going to say nature because that's going to trigger people, but it's like you need to to have a substantial, long-lasting relationship. There does need to be an element of masculinity and femininity. You right. have to, like, it's hard for me sometimes um, as a female who can do everything to not do everything. I'm mm. not going to go out right. and, and, you know what I that's mean? It's an like, interesting perspective. Like, it's something. Yeah. That, right, because it's like. But it makes sense. I get, I get be, what you're be saying. Be like lionesses. Yeah, if you kill the, you know, you kill the critter, just let your husband get the first bite. <laughs> but it's <laughs> just, it's, it's, it's hard because, like, okay, so, like, again, in relationships, can I change my own oil? Can I change my own tire? Can I change my own brakes? Absolutely. Can you change Does, a UV joint? Absolutely. I. My ranger, I think, needs to use. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah but, that later. It's, it's kind of curious. But I sometimes it's it's hard to because I think that again maybe now maybe I'll trigger the men. I think that men like to be needed, 
And I think that men yeah, like to fulfill yeah, that role. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, yeah. I could be like, I'm going to go change the oil on the Suburban, or I could... Babe, can you can you take care of that for me? You know what I mean? Right. And, and it keeps that dynamic. So it is sometimes very hard if you're not absolutely secure in your relationship to then have a partnership in hunting because now you're switching it. Now right. there is no masculine and feminine. Now we are on the same. I'm not – because that's the yeah. element I yeah. don't want to bring to it is, is – me being good for a female, I want to be. I just want to be a hunter, just like you. Right, okay, right. can, can well, I ask? Can I ask? Hold on, let me make oh, a point. Yeah, quick, yeah, yeah. while she's on it. So, I I love everything you just said. I'm on board, hundred mm. percent. And it gets me thinking because you know, out on our lease, you know, our lease is split between me, my wife, and mm-hmm. my dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, it would be really weird. You know, I'm. I want to be the guy who hangs the stand, for, dude. That's for just Samantha. what I was going to ask. Oh my god, I was it, just going to ask the that. Thing is, yeah. It would be so weird. Like Sam's like, oh hey, I found a good tree in there. There's a pinch in there. I put a I put a hang on in there. Like I'm going to hunt that. I'd be like, wait. First reaction be like, whoa, that's fucking awesome. But right. at the same time, I'd be like, but it messes. Wanna- you have to understand that having a good hunting partner and having a good relationship. Or do yeah. do you like that as a hunting partner? Of course, you're like, hell yeah. And yes, to right. answer your question, I am fully capable of hanging my own stands. But again, the wife in me says, hey, babe, you know, I went and I marked a tree that I really want, stuff like that. Right. Would you mind going and putting my hang on on there? You but know it, what I mean? But I guess the same, the, the transition would be like, I, I'm the, I have that mindset right now because I know Sam would not be able to right. go find that tree. Like, I would be the guy now to do that. But maybe in five, six years down the road. I wasn't going to say, how would you feel if Sam put up a stand Yeah, like, hey, Kurt, go hunt that stand. You but, shot a big buck out of it. But, how would you feel? But if it was right off the get, I'd be skeptical, but I would hunt it. But it's different now. Like, me and my dad are a team. You know, mm-hmm. we've, we are kind of on the same level of mindset. Like, right. hey, there's a pinch in there. Right. There's this. Like, that's where we're going to go. My dad hangs a stand in there because I know my dad's experience. Going back earlier, we were talking about, like, you know, my dad has experience in the bucks on the wall, and and just he has that right. resume to say, "Hey, if I'm going to hang a stand, it's going to be a if good I spot. tell Steve to hunt right. it, Steve's going to fucking hunt it, and not mm-hmm. going to question Papa Dave no. why he put that stand. You're going to get in that fucking tree. Oh yeah, I'm That's like, like it's thirty seven feet up. Man. My, if my dad goes, Kurt, I uh, put a hang on up here. Good sign, good pinch. I feel like there's going to be a big buck moving through there tomorrow yeah. morning. I want you to sit there, good wind. I'm like. All right, I'm going. Right. Yeah, but, you but, know that'd be the difference. If Sam had that experience on there, right? You know, after a couple of years, you know, maybe even more than that, because it takes more than that to have Absolutely. that type of like confidence yep. and yeah. like, you know, it's there's certain um, the curve to learning and bow hunting is that's where people get the certain reputation of like you got to do it and do it re- over and over. Like, you know, I don't, you know, my dad. I'll just we'll use him, him as an example. You go to my dad's house. And hear him talk and how he, he he just has that bow hunting experience. Like Steve, when you go to my dad's place, <laughs> you know, like and he says something about like a bow hunting, like oh, you should probably try this. You're gonna yeah, kind of take that into it. thought, yep. like oh yeah, like, but, just like the family that you're you're mm-hmm. you look up to, or like the Stan Potts is in here in the studio. Is like, hey Steve, I just hung a stand. You should probably check that out. You're gonna go yeah. to that stand. It's, it's a, a different. Uh, it, it, it is a one of different things. thing, you know. But, but it, you know, kind of what I don't mean to no, cut no. you off, but what like what I wonder. Bring up, you guys are you're hitting on it. You know, you said, hey, and you got two kids now, mm-hmm. two wonderful boys, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to be bow hunting motherfuckers. This year. Of course. Taking them out for the first time. So, you know, you said, hey, your husband gets two weeks off. I mean, you're a stay-at-home mom, so you get mm-hmm. 365 days off. You know, we'll just throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> no. I sit around and I, I watch Dr. Phil and I eat bonbons all day. Let me hit on this real quick, real fast, Steve. 
So Danielle is taking my Rio turkey to the taxidermist <laughs> in her area tonight, um, and it's full body in the freezer. She's taking it tomorrow to the taxidermist for me because she lives right in town Apparently. there. Apparently, and I go, you don't mind like taking this down there? It saves me a three hour drive. She goes, I'm gonna stay at home, mom. What the fuck am I gonna do? Stay at home, watch Doctor Phil and eat bonbons? I'm like, okay, all right, thanks. Uh, Appreciate nice. you. Thanks for your time. It's like full time job. Yeah, right. I drug these kids up and they get so burnt out on the Ritalin that I give them. At night. I'm not even gonna be that I'm dude kidding. that's gonna act like being a stay at home mom is not a full time job. No, because I think it's so it's so common knowledge. You know what I mean? Like Ooh. when people joke about it, I have fourteen I, nieces and nephews. Oh my gosh! I understand the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. So, I, so I get it completely. Yeah. Like when your husband gets two weeks off, mm-hmm. technically you should be getting two weeks off. Like those two weeks that he gets, and sorry to throw you under the bus, uh, Mister Andrew. Andrew, <laughs> sorry, dude. I hit on your wife. I threw you under the bus. But <laughs> he's a real dick. Yeah. You know, he he, he, he does get that. Um, I, I'm not saying it's an escape, but I mean, obviously, you're holding down the fort at home. So you guys go hunt. I mean, do you only hunt your stands or do you guys no. coordinate? No, my biggest buck was taken out of his stand during his set. He, I came home and it would have been a shitty morning. Uh, I saw a coyote. It got busted. I, 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 it was a shitty morning. I came home. I was pissed off. And he knew I was pissed off, and he looks at me and he says, "You know, babe, this buck I had been chasing on public land for two straight weeks, um, you know, and I had seen him come out by my husband's stand, and I and he says, babe, he said, slam a red bull, turn around, go back, go sit in my stand, go see what you see, and again, this comes back to you Not have his to stand. Be- oh my your guys' stand, no, his stand, I his stand. I had this my stand, great. but you I guys need are to marry him, though. no, of course, but on great. public land, if you're going to leave a stand there, you got you got to march, you know what I mean? And right. he picked that word, spot, word. and I picked okay. my spot, you know what I mean? Right. So like, so he told me he said, go sit in my stand, see what you can see. And that's when I shot my big one. My well, I call it a big one, but it was a one thirty six. That's a big before, deer. Big deer. Yeah, that's but deer. I was on public lands, and again, that's, that's, even that's deer. the guy that I've it's been going after. Bigger. You know, but um, that's anyway. a big deal. Public land buck like that. It's a big deal, especially oh, yeah. where you guys are at. Because obviously, if I had like a couple like a couple days off, and I wanted to hunt public land, I, I mm-hmm. live in Illinois. You're going to Pike County. If I was going to hunt public land, yeah, I'd go to the Golden Triangle mm-hmm. where you were at. So. I don't assume that it's free all the time, but being that you're essentially on vacation all year round, <laughs> you get to pick any fucking day you want. <laughs> yeah, really. Hey, you're like a teacher, you know. You just, uh, yeah, just you put on a couple hours. Yeah, yeah a couple we'll, hours. You know, a couple bad my kids. Job hungover. We'll whole summer off. <laughs> yeah. Can we transition to that a little bit, like public land hunting? Yeah, yeah I want absolutely. to talk about this. Yeah. How much public land is down there? But hold on, public land hunting and this big deer. Yeah. Um, okay. Well. Okay. So hold on. So two, so two different. Two different things. So we I, don't have to go into detail on the big deer because I don't want you to give away like the big deer. Yeah, you know my what I'm big saying? Deer. He's my. He's my boy. You know what I'm saying? Don't, you know who's gonna get him as the outfitter next door. Thing is, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. don't tell too many details because this or is Steve. a big deer. Oh yeah. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? So yeah. keep it, yeah. Keep it tight. You don't got to give too many details. Right, on that. and especially down there, it's so cutthroat. But no, so okay, so two two totally separate things is that when we first moved down, first of all, we made the decision on where to move based on hunting. I literally, we were up again in the Chicago area, just had the kid, and we wanted to be close enough to family that we could like. You know, hey, let's go visit grandma for the day. Day drive, day right. drive. Right, but, you know, but we didn't want to be up in the Chicago area, so we picked uh, Pike and Adams County, and we Your literally... Your job let you, tra- let you transfer? Andrew applied for a job and got I'm it. I'm just giving you shit. I'm, I'm Well, no, I was actually stuff. working. 
Oh, you were? At the time, I was actually working. I, I hope I'm not being too harsh on you. I, I do. I honestly. Tell me the fuck off right I, now, please. Got, please tell me the fuck off. Fuck honestly. Off, there you go. Well, fuck you, you no working motherfucker. I'm going to go home and cry into a box of bonbons. Yeah, yeah. Wake up in the morning, go to work, cry about it. Cuss him out, please. It'll be the first chick that just full blown throwing a drink in his face. Come on. Slap him. You just hear the ice cubes? Like, who the fuck drinks beer with ice? <laughs> no, but, but like blended bloody marys, bro. Blended bloody marys. Because hey, I was curious about you know, um, and I asked you before the podcast, hey, what did your husband do? And I, I you were talking, and I was like, I wonder if they moved down there because the hunting mm-hmm. was good. Yep, it's literally, and that and shows we, passion. Absolutely, that, and that's the shit. Yep, and like I told you guys before the podcast, uh, we base both of our pregnancies around hunting season. When could I still hunt? While being in the early stages of pregnancy and Baller. pop out the babies before opening day. Uh, I still to this day in 11 years have, well, except for one year when we lived in Louisiana, but I, I still in 11 years, I have been in a stand 10 on opening day, even with babies. So, you know, yeah. it's, there's another thing too, is like when people talk about, you know, oh, so-and-so is pregnant. Oh, well, there, go sell your bow. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, that's no. that's the thing that's, that people say. That like number one thing that I hear, and it drives me insane, because if your kid doesn't inspire you to be more enthusiastic about the outdoors, then I guess you really weren't that enthusiastic about it to begin with. You know, and a lot of times it's hard, especially working class people, it's, it's, it's hard to afford both a kid and a bow hunting obsession. You it, know, it really but. is because, like, my sister, dude. Um, you know, she was talking. My uh, my brother in law is a uh, he, he's he's a detective for the county. Mm-hmm. My sister was working and was like, if she sent the two babies to daycare, it, it all like balances. Yeah, out. she yeah. would. If, but if she would have went to work. Right. She would have made probably that year two hundred more dollars. It was like, right? Why wouldn't you just stay at home? Right. Yeah, you know, and that's that's kind of the kind of the thing. I mean, it. I would love if we had an economy where I was the only one that had to work and my old lady right. could stay home with the kids yep. and raise them. And then when daddy came home and took some vacation, you know, it was a very special time. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> and, and I'm not, like, don't, uh, don't tell we me I'm a Steve. fucking idiot. You're going you're gonna to have tell, a hard time offending me, dude. It's okay. Um, <laughs> Do it, Steve. Try you know, <laughs> how, would it... Would it not make it more special to the kids to know that, like, the one time that they get to see their father for extended periods of time, or, yeah. or mother, um, you know, I'm not, I'm, yeah, you're, you're the, well, the federal master, <laughs> but, like, the extended time that they get to see their father is out in the woods doing something that he loves. I Absolutely. mean, they, they, they'll latch on to that, I, I would assume. Absolutely. Well, like, still, like, we had this conversation about, you know, like, uh, my husband's building a blind, and it's, I mean, like, literally eight feet by eight feet, and it's six feet tall. Like, no, this is no effing joke. Right. Right. And I'm like, this is the, uh, I'm sitting there laughing at, this is the stupid, the stupidest thing. Cause I've only ever hunted out of stands and, um, I'm like, but okay, it'll be great for the kid. You know, he's f- almost, you know, he's three and a half by the time hunting season rolls around, he'll be four. He's going to have a hard time not moving, you know? Right. Of course. Um, so he's building this blind and stuff. And we had talked about, um, you know, bringing him out and he's like, oh, I want it to be big enough for the three of us. And I said, uh, I'm like, don't get me wrong. I will take him hunting millions of times, but I feel like a little boy's first time going out hunting should be with his dad. And again, I mean, call me old fashioned, call me antiquated. I just, I think that that should be a father son moment or bonding moment. You know, that should be, you know, bonding. I don't know. I guess like a a deeper way than, you know, and, and I'll take him out. 
I'll take him out. I'll take him out a million and ten times. You know, he's going to get first time. Yeah, yeah. That, sh- that should be a memory you have with your dad. You know, I, I mean, get that. And, but it doesn't have to be though. I mean, and, as and long not, as, long as he saying, gets out. No, and I'm not saying it has to be. I would prefer it that my boys remember their first time in the woods be with their dad. But yeah, everybody, yeah. Uh, yeah. most everybody that we talked to is like, yeah, my first time was out with with my father. You know, everybody has those stories about right. them, turkey hunter, deer hunting, and um, oh, who told us that story? Uh, shit, who was it? They were, was it Hank Parker? He was out with his kids and he was turkey hunting and his kid fell asleep in his lap and he's like, Aww. wake up. He's like, look, <laughs> you gotta look what's in you. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I, I can't remember who, who the hell told that story. But yeah. yeah, there's. Hank Parker was like over a hundred episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, Hank will, Parker was like 200 episodes ago. I will ago. say I grew up with both my parents hunting. And yeah. My dad did take me on first hunting. I did kill my first buck with my dad, but yeah. my but mom you, took me hunting way more than my dad. You still right. went with your mom right. to this day. And then yeah. like, right. yeah, you're like, yeah, me and uh, me and my mom went hunting. I'm like, yeah, we're still killing turkeys together and everything. It's yeah. awesome. Hell see, yeah. that is cool. Like, I, yeah. I get it. If yeah. you're a fan by that, like, it's just, yeah, cool. I, don't, I don't see a difference, but. I don't see it, but this, I don't know. I think that sometimes it's like I warned you guys. Some of the things they say might be kind yeah. of, uh, I guess, it's, but it's, it's like it's sad to me that it's offensive to believe still in some essence of, you know, I guess in, in a relationship, there are still being men and men and right. women's roles. And I'm not saying that you can't go out and do it because I'm out there killing mm-hmm. uh, my biggest bucks bigger than my husband's biggest buck I've, I've gone home again yeah. you have to well you have to turn that off and that's what i was kind of getting to with the relationship thing yeah, yeah. you have to turn that off as a hunting partner you can't go home and like bitch like i i asked him to set a stand okay and he couldn't set it on the tree that i wanted so he set it on another one See if she's talking with her hand she's clearly pissed i have been yelled at by enough women that when Andrew, i saw that right, hand go up Andrew, and she's like i can tell you exactly which nail polish she's wearing all right but, let's hear it but no so i I go and I sit in the tree, oh, and the, the first time I sat in that stand, I got skylit. And I'm like, this is why I – and I'm just sitting there thinking to myself. I'm like, this <laughs> I is why this way. <laughs> I wanted the stand over there, right? But, like, I can't go home and bitch at him because now I'm bringing – again, you're bringing a different dynamic. It's hard. It's hard to turn off hunting partner and turn back on wife or yeah. just, like, for him. It, it's hard to turn off husband because you can't – you, you should have called them out to the truck. Like, hey, get in the truck. We need, to, we need to take a ride. And then you light them up. Right. And then when you get back home, you're like, all right, sweetie, I'll, uh, I'll get dinner started. Mwah. I just, I, I, <laughs> I hate seeing men get demasculated, especially in this culture where it is cool to hate on masculinity and to- toxic masculinity and stuff yeah. like that. I hate it. And so I'm not going to be a part of that. I'm not going to sit there and, you know, I'll sit there and I'll give them shit all the time about, oh, whose buck is bigger? Oh, looks like your deer's getting moved down to the basement, buddy. You know, like joking around and shit. But I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and bust his balls. You know, it's, it's right. You well, know, good. Hey, can you know. give me a beer, Toots? Yeah. <laughs> no. Do you need dick. another one? <laughs> Jeez, I'm cutting you off. I'm fucking with you. Well, that's a th- I get it. Like, I respect what you're saying, though. And yeah. You went to go crab it, too. The thing is, it's like, there's, there might be some listeners that are like, oh, I disagree, but that's fine. Like, people can just disagree nowadays. Like, right. Yeah. And, like, that's, yeah. totally, that's totally fine. I mean, yeah. just. You can disagree without death absolutely. threats. Right, right. <laughs> no I shit. mean, and if you, can, if you can make, it, like, a completely like egalitarian like everyone does equal chores and everyone, if you can make that work more power to you i know that the dynamic between my husband and i thrives on the fact and our marriage is at its best when we are we have we have a line there's a line there's we are we are absolutely yeah. hunting partners there's roles absolutely but and you know like with with hunting partners he takes my opinion 
seriously. If I say there's a travel route here, you know what I mean? It, yeah. it, you know, uh, 30, 30 yards off the, the main path, there is a very faint path, and you go down there, and there's a rub down there that, I mean, would like... Yeah, bucks are using that or whatever. Right, right. You know? yeah. yeah, and he absolutely values my opinion. But again, it's like... I don't know. It's just you have to have you have different dynamics with your hunting partner than you do with your marriage. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's hard. So yeah. Anyway, so that's that's that. It's I mean, really, I'm I'm sure I've triggered enough people to. No, I think, <laughs> I know. I don't think you said these in like too out of line. I, I'm on board with everything you said. You know, of course, I'm a male, but like maybe some female listeners might they might disagree maybe with what you said, but I feel like. You know they can right. they can disagree. That's fine, and it's fine. Yeah, but I feel like fine. a lot of them are going to be on board because you haven't said anything out like out of line. Everything you've said is like, no, yeah, that makes sense. I can see your point of view. One thing I will say is that if you have female daughters, or if you have a girlfriend, or you have a wife, or a friend, or a, whoever, and you want to get them into hunting, the number one thing I can tell you, and this is the perfect example. Okay, I've worked with softball players my entire life. Okay, if you have ever coached little league. For little girls and your girls come off the field and they're on the bench and you say we really screwed up that inning uh the girl is going to the girls team they automatically think to themselves you know when a coach comes in and says we really screwed that inning up the girls automatically look to themselves and say i really screwed that up i shouldn't have bobbled that ball something like that um well if you've ever coached little league for boys it's again a bench full of boys you come in really screwed up that inning Everyone will sit there and look at each other and be like, hey, asshole, you shouldn't have bobbled that, you know, right. and stuff like that. So women mm. will sit there. Feels and- like this podcast, huh? Those <laughs> <laughs> different uh, mindsets, different women- personalities. Fuck you, Steve. Women- Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> women will absolutely <laughs> internalize mistakes that are made. And hey, right. so having that patience and that guidance and stuff like that. Um, Wait, let me put the question out there. Yeah. So women are super hard on themselves and absolutely. boys want to blame everybody but themselves. <laughs> Do you think that if it wasn't for this huntress, I know we hate saying that, because women are so hard on themselves, do you think that if they really put their mind to it, they would be excellent public land hunters? I think that when women, I think that women, I'm not going to say they're better or they're not better. I think that women have different assets that they bring to hunting. I think that women are more patient. By and large, I think that women pay attention more to uh, small details. Um, I think that when you say something, a woman will remember it. I mean, that's obviously, I mean, anyone with a girlfriend knows that. What the hell are you talking about? (laughs) I have never said anything accidentally and then had it brought up. Seven years later. Seven years later. (laughs) But you know what I mean? What do you mean I hit on your sister? I told her she had nice hair (laughs) and that I'd like to date her. What the hell are you talking about? Seven years ago. But you know what I mean? So I think think that women, when they they utilize themselves, absolutely, I think that they become, uh, maybe not... We hunt different, but it doesn't it doesn't make it any worse and it doesn't make it any better. I mean, right. my husband and I again we hunt very different, and I have the bigger buck on the wall, <laughs> you know. But Fuck he has him. more. <laughs> you, you see that shit? But you know now, what? Women, he's but, but, he's but, got but, more. Yeah, but you can't. Th- but you can't think like men. Men think like men. Um, yeah, that's fine. Because we brought that up. Where yeah, but she understands how men think. So what's better? Oh shit! But that's what you have thinking to understand. like a man thinks right. or understanding Here's the thing how is man like, thinks. Ooh, when you when you ooh, hunt ooh, bucks, ooh. do you think how does think or do you think how bucks think? It's like like we brought it up earlier. You go to Clint Casper. Damn. It's like dude, damn. Hold on. Like, you, you go. Huh? You want to go eye pump and you uh, want to go where the does are. What now? Because where the does are, 
the hey, bucks are going. When you're hunting the rut, what are you hunting, bucks or does? Dude, you're hunting. You're hunting the bucks, but are you hunting the does? Subconsciously, <laughs> you're hunting the See, my, yeah. my husband and I, we don't get out very often anymore, right? Because obviously we're parents. So when we do, we'll go to a bar and it'll be so funny to sit there. Who's watching the kids? Uh, grandma. And, <laughs> and But we'll sit there and Me-ma. we will laugh every time that people in a bar act exactly like you're sitting up in a stand. Yep. The way that a small guy will be sitting there and, you know, hitting on, hitting on a, a, a hot chick. I and then the in. bigger boy will come. I mean, like, like yeah. it ain't nothing. Here's you the know? thing. Hey, what do you think I'm you're, like in a bar? Well, I, I don't even want to. You're the little bug getting chased <laughs> up by all the alpha males. Would Steve if I was you're, gonna, you're, Yeah, right, dude. I'm bringing a knife. You're like, the little, you're like the little Jake that winds up humping the air yeah. <laughs> next to the decoy. You're back still getting mine. And I'm not the big Tom, right? Yeah, you're behind the two Toms not gobbling. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Here, fuck you, out here's of here. the thing: you can't come Get after me like that, man. If you were hunting a human, like the 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 buck version of a human, I've been watching Dexter. Listen, so I'm hold on, well listen. aware the buck version of a human would be the dude at the bar in a friction t-shirt, strutting around with Absolutely. like spiked hair. Yep. He's strutting with dude, white sunglasses, white frame, under and under armor. There's nothing wrong with white Oakleys, by the way. You <laughs> no, there's everything there. wrong with white Oakleys. Nope, I've got some on order. <laughs> I bet you do. You ordered white Oakleys. Not yet. Okay, your <laughs> mic is muted for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> so you're out, son. Let's talk about eyes. this big buck and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. so... Okay, so... Don't I, get into okay. detail. Hey, come outside with me, bro. <laughs> no, he's off. His mic's off. Okay, so... I, I'll you know, turn these sunglasses upside down on <laughs> my brim my hat. <laughs> So I, you know, hey, when we so first <laughs> moved down here, like easy. I'm gonna turn your mic back on. Quit yelling. <laughs> so, um, you know, when we first moved down here, it was exclusively public land. That's that's all we did. Um, eventually, my husband was putting in 83 hour work weeks and oofa, bu- oofa. yeah, and, I mean, busting ass. Well, you were putting in quite he- a lot too, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so anyway, so he saved up all this money and got us uh, in on a lease uh, with a couple of friends. Nice. And we didn't, we really didn't know what we were doing with private land. It's such a different ballgame. Now suddenly you can manage land. Right. Now you can actually like take a running inventory of what deer are paying passing through, you know, and stuff like that. So um, the first year we went there, uh, we went with a couple of buddies and my husband's boss, and we got a trail cam picture of this deer that is, I mean, just like I posted pictures on Facebook, and it's it's insane. I've shown those pictures to like three people, but I am so excited about this, like going on three-year journey that like I want to share it with people if I get it or if I don't get it. I just want to see this deer eventually, Who, whoever kills it. And, and this, this is recent? So well, so we got our first pictures okay, of him okay. two years ago. Okay, and like again, we had no idea what we were doing. We had this philosophy. Again, I, I learned more through trial and error. That's that's how I was taught. Was was how every blowing a ton of opportunities. Yeah, and, and can I? But I, <laughs> you, you're the one who looked at me. You're blowing a ton of opportunities. Yet you still don't have a job. Listen here. That's why you're doing it correctly. You want to talk about blowing opportunities? Steve gets to interview some of the best hunters in some the country. The best still fails at bow hunting. And what do you do, Steve? What do huh? you do? Like if you could just talk to T Bone, if you could just talk to some right. of the best archers in the world, like. Some people would give their whole nutsack to do this. Yeah. Steve gets to do this on a weekly basis, still fails in the woods. Wah, wah, anyway. 
Yeah, anyway, Steve, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Steve's the Jake of the outdoor industry. <laughs> I'm not the focal point of this. You anyway. are a bigger bitch than Matt Busbis, my friend. Did you not? Did you, oh, you not? And Matt Busbis are, are, it's the Little League team coming TV's after me. Right. Oh my right. god! Hey, Kurt, have a Capri Sun so you calm down. You <laughs> fucking. He needs the you. milk. Steve's over here measuring his pee-pee with fucking trophy tape because he doesn't know where the fuck his position is. In this Whatever, podcast. dude. I'm getting results that I want, so yeah. not the results that I deserve, but Four the results that I big. want. And it's all in girth, not in length. <laughs> dude, girth, length. Looks like what a fucking a... baby bird. <laughs> Whatever. Got a fucking bird over here. Whatever, dude. You're jealous. Shout the baby out to my bird. dad you... who's going to have to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm just kidding. Anyway, so remember who's the boss, brother. Who's the boss? Who's Don't the boss. mute me again. <laughs> I should mute your ass. No, you can't mute me anymore. Watch well, Say your ABCs. Which way? Backwards, bro. <laughs> ABCs backwards, bro. How you like that? How you like that? I'm a Boom. Boom. Mute, son. <laughs> Who runs the show over here? Danielle, yeah, like tell us about this buck. Yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, so we had first gotten pictures of him um, on the private lands, but we had no idea what we were doing. It Really, other than... The public land hunting, um, we had never really managed land before. And when you get a deer of this caliber on your camera, it, this is a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Shit so, gets real real quick. Absolutely. Yeah. So we go in and, uh, you know, it's five people on less than 200 acres. It's 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 heavily pressured. And uh, we all went, I mean, absolutely balls to the wall. Every second of, of hunting season, we were out in that stand. And I'm surprised we didn't blow them out of there completely. Right. Um, just put too much on him. Yeah, absolutely. So we, uh, so we never wound up seeing him past September, and uh, sure enough, next year we re up. Uh, the other people were out. We, you know, brought our friends, in, other friends in, and um, lo and behold, there's a picture of him again, same spot. I have same um, time of year, September ish. So this was yep September. Well, we see him all summer. I mean, so he clearly lives. If, if he's, he's traveling, moving. if he's traveling in 104 degrees on July 13th, and yes, I actually have that memorized. <laughs> if he is moving like that um, on the trail cam, you know that his home base is close because he is not burning that energy. Well, I think my opinion would be that he's that hopping he, properties once his velvet comes off. Well, but here's the thing: is that there is an outfitter that borders us on the other side, uh, and they sell hunts based on deer like this. Okay, right. they gotcha. don't. They don't That's have they make their money. They right. They right. don't have pictures of him uh, past the same dates as us. Right. So not summer pictures, at least they will. No, so, they, uh, they don't have any pictures of him past velvet. Yeah. And, and, and right. I want to ask. And they're all he's, nocturnal. Again. Maybe he's hopping the other way. Uh, well, let's hope not. That's a TV show. That's one one property north. Damn, of Damn, you're pinched. Well, it's <laughs> Pike County. Damn. Yeah, well, what's a, so this what's one's a, Adams County, but yeah. Oh, we gotta be careful where we're talking. Yeah. I, don't, I want you to be careful. It's okay, just Adams County. I mean, you know, it's, the, it's, big, it's a big county. In the woods. What's what's the cornfield? Yeah, Peoria. Yeah. <laughs> over by over side. by Chris Brackett. Yeah. Oh, oh well, hey now, <laughs> Texas heart shop. He's up there That's in the. That's a duper uh, wonder, but. Yeah. <laughs> Look, uh, so I just be careful now. What I'm you curious say. to know. I don't feel like editing a podcast. No, I'll put a gobble over anything you want. When you uh down down there in the Golden Triangle, yeah, how how much public land is there? Because up here, you know, we talk about it all the time. If you go across the river to Iowa, you will run into tons of public land, but it's not yeah. giant parcels. It's you know, fifteen acres here, hundred and fifty yeah. acres here, 
Seven there. Right. Good amount. 409 there. What's it like down there? And, you know, I think I brought it up before. How pressured can that be? Is that why you guys got a lease or did you, were you just tired of? No, honestly. So our favorite spot is, um, is 50, over 50 miles away from our house. And with two kids, it was just no longer practical. And our lease is right down the road. So, um, you know, it's gotten to be one of those things where it was just especially with two kids. We can't be driving 110. And it would be I'd go do a morning and I'd come back and then we'd like, you know, slap hands. All right. You know, you're out. And he goes, so, you know, you're putting 300 miles like a day or 200 miles a day on your vehicles. Just one car. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes I drive his truck. Sometimes he drives mine. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but, but I'm saying, yeah, if that's one right, vehicle, that's put, that's hard right. on that vehicle. And it's a yeah. lot of time traveling, and it's a lot of now you have that extra hour. So we had, you know, in, uh, you. The one thing is, we'd always go back where nobody else was going to be willing to walk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where very few people were going to want to go. So it was always like an hour, almost an hour walk in. Um, you know, and and this is some tough terrain, a lot of ravines and stuff like that. So it, it just, it got too time consuming. So again, my husband busted butt, we got in on a lease, found this deer, never saw him heavily pressured, all that other stuff. We did, we didn't manage it right. And it was everybody's fault. It wasn't like just certain people. It was, it right. was all of our faults. None of us knew what we were doing except, whoa, big deer. You can't kill him from the couch. That's what we always said. Right. But we were hunting harder and not smarter. And we didn't see him that season. And, uh, you know, last season we go and we put cameras up and sure enough, there he is. Same spot. And I have every trail cam picture of him at certain spots. And I have a map drawn up and I have arrows of where he was going, what time, what the pressure was, what the wind direction was, what the temperature was, uh, all this stuff. And so me and all of our buddies, we all agreed to, um, you know, a certain sanctuary area. Now we're going to try to approach this different, but it has is it been always in the summer. Do you have any fall pictures of them? We have one set of photos of where he is bedded, and that's it. So he shed totally shed of velvet, and uh, we have one set of photos of him post velvet. And Fuck. the neighboring outfitters does still doesn't. They still don't have any. Damn. Yeah, they still. So I, it, it's he's it's, a ghost. It, absolutely. But how so many that, times have you heard stories about the people with the ghost? And you go out and you play it smart. That's the yeah. thing. Is like a lot of people are hunt hard, hunt hard, hunt hard. That's where I we still hunt public land. So we won't touch. We'll go opening weekend, and then like we just always there's so much public land around us. Like to what you were saying, there's so much public land around us, and a lot of it is hard access. A lot of it is very difficult to get to um so we'll go and we'll hunt that october we'll hunt that like post rut because we try to hunt the pre-rut obviously the rut and then food late right you know so like in between those times though we'll go to public land was anyone found his sheds or anything nothing and neither is neither is any neighbor so i mean but you're not gonna you're not gonna hunt you're not gonna hunt smarter than the aliens that clearly abduct him. <laughs> right. I know. During season, I know. just to screw with people. Like, dude, if I was an alien, I'm like, I guess hey, I know they're hunting him here. Let's take him. <laughs> it could be just be like the the ghost that just is yeah. just in between the, the ghost cracks. of Sava. And, and but here's there's the so things... many people that hunt there. I feel like this buck is moving to a completely different property. Like, and, he's, and maybe. he's jumping shit. Like, like he knows where he. Like needs he's to be. like, fuck yeah. that outfitter. How many how many tree huggers are around? Well, he's you? going fuck None. that outfitter. Fuck None. that TV show. Fuck this lease. I'm over here dipped off. Yeah. 
might. He goes everywhere. Right? I'm he, guessing he's in a small parcel. That's somewhere. the thing, though, is Dude, that so now his so now his uh, his antlers stagnated this year. They they was not a lot of growth in terms of length, but he got a lot more trash on him. Right. And um, and so you know, I suspect him now to be at five and a half. Um, going on, you know, six. And once they start getting a little bit older like that, their home base actually gets significantly smaller. Right. Like from what like wildlife biologists with collared deer and, and all that stuff, what, what they tell you is that their home base gets smaller because right. they, they don't need, as long as they got, you know, safety, the water, the they food. They go into retirement, essentially. They just right. And I mean, and like, again, they're the big buck on camp. It, bitches come to him. You know right. what I mean? I mean, right. he's not even, it's so. They say a lot of times, I, I, I don't know they what say you a mean. lot of times, though, <laughs> bucks like that will avoid the rut. Like that's right. like a, that's a theory also. Like they're just like fuck that. I've done that. Right. I'm not like, over it. I'm, they don't I'm need surviving. to go to the bar. They don't need Tinder. They're right. like they'll come to me. Right. Exactly. No, but like not even really that. They're just surviving. Yeah. Like that's a theory. So. That's a theory in the game. Like bucks hit a certain point. Bucks that are you gotta, like put yourself in this perspective. A buck like that is going to get pressure no matter where he goes. Mm-hmm. Somebody gets a trail cam picture of that buck. Any property that deer goes on, everyone's got trail cams now. Yeah. That buck walks on a property, trail cam picture, everyone's flooding that mm-hmm. property. Everyone's hitting that deer with pressure. Everyone's from the left going field. for that number one this spot. This buck might full blown. You can disagree with me all you fucking want. I've hunted big bucks, I've hunted for a long time. This buck is going to feel pressure no matter where he goes. Right. Someone gets a shitty $25 Walmart trail cam picture of him, everyone in the county, yep. if that dude shares this picture with three of his friends, they're secretly going to tell three more of their friends mm-hmm. and it's going to spread. Everyone's hunting that buck. You know what that buck's going to do once he hits that pressure? Go nocturnal Not go to another fucking property? anywhere. Yeah. He's going to hunker down in a little hole in a ravine and no one's going to kill him. That right. buck's going to die of mm-hmm. fucking worn out teeth. The the one that's my thing, theory. That's the my one theory. thing I can hope for is that now, again, once they start getting kind of up there in age a little bit, yeah, they start slipping. In my opinion, they start getting dumber. Like it, not not even it, that they're it, dumber. It, they start getting more reckless. I I feel like they they start like you're either going to see more, too you're confident. either going to see right you are either going to see young one and a half two and a half three yeah. and a half year old deer moving. Or you're going to see the older guys. You know, sure. what I, like, you know what I mean? That depends on what the deer's experience, though, too. Like, absolutely. People that have hunted like highly managed property at the low pressure, the older the deer gets, I, I think the, yeah, the older the deer gets, yeah, the, he will lighten up right. and, and slip like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a buck that's been hunted like... Kind Constantly. Of how a buck, a 200-inch right. deer, would get hunted in the typical realm. Right. I feel like that buck is going to go and fuck, fuck the rut, fuck this, oh, for I'm sure. out. That's what I'd do if I was him. No doubt. Right. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. But like, you know, the bucks you see on TV, like, this buck's 11 and a half. Well, that buck hasn't seen pressure until fucking first week in November. <laughs> right. You know, like, yeah, that deer yeah. will probably slip more than the deer that's got an outfitter on one side and then a TV show on the other. And then, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. The thing to the, to the credit of the outfitter and the TV show is the thing is, is that pretty much everyone in this immediate area is kind of the same when it comes to like the pressure and stuff and keeping right. the pressure off during certain t- you know what i mean yeah. and i i feel like we all have pictures of them but like nobody wants it but the outfitter has to put the pictures online because that's that's the kind of deer that will sell yeah a thousand dollar a day hunt you know maybe yeah, they, they're they, uh maybe i have a theory can i spit it but hell yeah i have a theory that that outfitter might have i have a feeling that outfitter hundred percent. I, I bet money the outfitter has pictures of them, mm-hmm. but are not releasing it yet. Yeah, because until someone nails them, they'll release right. those photos in four years. Right. Yeah. That's so my someone, theory. Yeah. 
I agree. Why do you think? Because their hunts because are Because even though it's not there, they're going to sell all the hunts, and one of their dudes or somebody they know or a kid can kill that deer if they have them pegged, mm-hmm. and they won't share the photos. And then in four years, they can say that it's a current photo and sell their hunts for four years from now. When they already probably have good bucks that are selling hunts now, and they're probably they might already be booked up for four years. Mm-hmm. But when that's the four saying, years are sold saying, out, yeah. then they release the photos of this two hundred inch deer. They're already booked and up. Then, but the only people to call them out are you guys. But your guys' reach is limited because this right. outfitter. You know what I mean? That's right. my theory on it. Yeah. I, I have another. Theory. I hope that's not true. No, I. I mean, but it is so cutthroat down there. That's the one thing yeah. that, like, moving from yeah. Kane County, Illinois, down to Pike, Adams, Brown, Hancock, like that area. Yeah, I was so naive to think that, like, it's it's a deer. It's an and you know yeah. what I mean? I, yeah, it's is it a two hundred? Yeah, it's but like to me, I, even now, I just want to see this damn deer. No shit, like I've yeah. told my neighbor, I, the one with the outfitter. I'm like, if somebody, can I just see it? <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Can I just be in this deer's presence? I mean, I have been watching. I have lost sleep over this deer. I have sat there and I have, I have tried to pattern everything around hey. this deer. I have tried to only hunt a stand one time. I hang and bangs all the time. That is all hang I do. And bang is and hang and bangs. Bang. Absolutely. I, love that. I like that. Absolutely. Write that down. Hang, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> hang and bangs. <laughs> yeah, hanging the hammock up there. <laughs> I wish. Hang and bangs. <laughs> no, that's what I'll do. And, and a lot of the times too, I will take one of the like the quick sticks and a hang on stand, and I'll go sit on if I know a buck is cruising on the side of a ravine never on the top never on the rarely on the bottom but if i know he's cruising that side and i see good sign it will sit on that opposite ravine and i will hang and bang one time but the thing is that at I least love that term man at I'm least using that forever hell yeah at i least, love the way you say it <laughs> say it again <laughs> hang and bang all right <laughs> no, I, I lost it there i can't i can't do it anymore i'm good yeah so that's that's <laughs> Like, I, I will never, we've even agreed, we are not going into the quote-unquote sanctuary area. It's it's one of those things now where it's like you hunt the edges and you only hunt it on ideal conditions. And not only that, the guys kind of let me go after it. They know I'm not going to, you know what I mean? I know I'm not going to get it, you know? You but could, I, you That's could, the thing, though. everybody thinks that they're not going to get it, you, you know what nev- I mean? You would feel like you were actually never going to get it if you'd never tried. Right. No, you're never going to get it. <laughs> well, Can I put my theory out there? You miss 100 printed shots, you don't <laughs> yeah. take them. Can I put right? my theory Come out there? Now. Yeah. The deer's dead. Maybe. Somebody killed it, and they're not saying a fucking word because no, they know a deer that big. We'll find out this summer. The thing is, though, is that you like... You think so we'll find out this summer? I bet we'll we will. We'll see pictures of yeah. we'll find out. But if he doesn't show up this summer, he's dead. he was killed yep. by either the TV show or the outfitter. I guess the TV show will find out, too, around hunting season. Yeah. There, you will find out one I'm, way or another. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing sure. is, the only way you won't, if you get hit by a car, shed. Yeah. You know, that makes yep. a difference. thing is, everything is against a whitetail. When you have a deer that big, you it's nothing but stress and worry. Right. Like, if I, got, if I had a deer that was 200 inches and I knew it, I'd be freaking the fuck out. Yeah, your your outfitter stands to make I would a be lot making, of money, so is your television I would show. be making right. mistakes and contradicting everything I just said. Right. Like, I would. Because I would panic, and I'd be like, this is the buck of my dreams. I gotta go after it. Yeah. And every time I didn't go out, I'd be like, that buck just moved through there. But... You kind of have to slow down, and be like, "That's not the way this shit works." Again, like, it's it's use your experience to your knowledge. Every blown opportunity. I mean, I'm telling you, I I have effed up more times than I can count, but every single one of them has been, you know, a learning experience. So right. it's it, the fact that this deer, if that deer didn't blow out of there, the the first season that we hunted it when we were all out there all the time and people were riding atvs to their stand and you know what i mean if if that didn't blow that deer out of there and he actually returned the next year 
I don't know. I think there's something about a particular area where he is comfortable. So there's we'll, we'll see. So let's just leave this at a dot, 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 and we'll check back in. How about yeah, that? Yeah. Hopefully with, <laughs> with a buck on the wall. So Bring your husband next time. Well, yeah, sure. We'll Somebody's got to watch we'll the want to hear the story. <laughs> Bring that too. <laughs> Sam will watch him. Tell people where Sorry, just... they can find you on the old in- interweb. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you guys have the links. I, I do. I, I'm so bad with, like, technology in general. I'm pretty sure my Instagram is bowhuntinglady310. What's your webcam? <laughs> we'll, tag you, we'll tag you when this goes up on Instagram. Yeah. And then, um, and then you know, just on Facebook. I, I try not to do the personal Facebook anyway just because I, I got so sick and tired of, like, seeing the politics. It's everything. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. You can't even go on hunting people's websites without seeing the same memes that political memes that you see so i was like no fuck it i'm just doing a page just outdoors so i do like the cooking stuff the gardening stuff the canning the food preservation canning deer you know and then the hunting the fishing stuff like that getting your kids into it that sort of stuff so for sure no that's awesome that's great well thank you so much for joining us of course i had fun can't believe you drove all the way up here <laughs> hey, you God know what? Uh, this is the worst uh, fucking podcast I've ever been a part of. Fuck <laughs> this. Did you have fun? Of course, of course. Would you? Did do I it have again? fun? No. Yeah. Awesome. Heck yeah. Bring me back uh, like once a month. I don't care. Yeah, let's do this. You can be. We need to make. We need to make a ladies of working class bow hunter in the most respectful way possible. Can we call it like what is it? Working Huntresses. class wrists. Yeah. <laughs> working class wrists, but you got to wear your bikini. Yes. Yeah. No, how about, no, I'm out. How about this? Come up with a name for working class bowhunter ladies, and I will assemble a crew of <laughs> ladies that we will check in on a yearly basis because that works. I feel like that's. I'm already thinking the first I feel like three. That's, that's the shit we need to repo. I, I think first I three. I, I've already got the first three. Ready? Daniel Wilson, Logan Partlow, Allison Rauscher. You're going to name off four, and you didn't. You did, wait, <laughs> no, I said top three. Do you want. Uh, who's the fourth one? Caitlin Fool. Caitlin Woodward. All right, she'll be you there. Call it the WCBBW. Working class bow hunter, badass women. <laughs> I like it. Bad bitches are working class. Hey, bow WCBH. Oh, like is that is that appropriate? Bad bitches of working class bow hunter. I take no offense to it. BBOWCB. I tell myself every day, like Cameron Haynes talks about how he only has to sleep three hours a day. I three to five hours a day. That's how much I sleep. No I am a bad bitch. I am waking up at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> that's, the only, that's probably the only quiet time okay. you got before the kids wake uh-huh. up. Yeah. All right, let's close it out at that. I think B B O B. I don't even remember my own abbreviation for our podcast. <laughs> Daniel, seriously, we appreciate the hell out of you B-B-O-W-C-B. coming all the way. Thank to, you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we appreciate the hell out of you for coming down. Of course. I, it, it blows my mind that you would drive this far just to do this. It's, and you're going to take a hours, turkey to like the text nervous for me. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's ulterior motives. Just, awesome. Was it? <laughs> it works out great. It yeah, really thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. Of Thanks, course. everyone, for listening. Check out workingclassbowhunter.com. We'll have those new hats up here in a couple days. You know you got to get yourself one. Luck of the podcast. We love you. Go shoot your bow. Later. <laughs>